Dave's back in town. Oh man, this is this Hello. is it's, you're our first repeat guest. You're yes. our first I'm second all appearance. These right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so you know, obviously, obviously, Dave's out here to film uh, another course for the academy. Oh, it's my, gonna god. Be a, oh my god, it's oh going to be a brand. And by the way, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Yeah, you know, right. The Harmony. Your first course is fantastic, and it's uh, it's done really well so far, and people mm-hmm. are really enjoying it. Yeah. If you're listening and you have any interest in getting into Harmony, Dave's an expert, and uh, the course is really great. Harmony 101. It's uh, it's out now. Um, CornellMusicAcademy.com/slash/Harmony. You can get it. Um, I think there's a discount running around somewhere. I don't know. Um, check my check the main YouTube channel and you'll be able to find it. But yeah, so that's been that's been great. The uh, course came out great. So we said, why don't we do another one? Mm. So we, we're doing we, dude. I'm so okay. We just filmed. So the next course is is an improv obstacle course, and that is not like it. Literally, is exactly that. And it's it, it was hard. It, it was so hard yeah. To film. I I mean it was it was crazy because like I've started thinking about you know. Oh yeah, you actually have to do the course yourself in order to demo it. Yeah, because every exercise has like your demo mm. on it, and that like, dude, it took. You said some of them you did twenty takes. Some of them I did about twenty. Oh takes my god! In order to in order to really accurately do the obstacle correctly, because because some of them like you, you do the you start with the obstacle and then you're just kind of in the zone and you start creating, but to limit yourself to just the challenge of the obstacle was was hard. Is there yeah. an obstacle that like you could give us an example of right now? So like like one example was um, like first measure picking a small interval to go up. So like a. a Going up a small amount, the next measure go down a large amount, then the next measure do your own thing, and then so following these patterns and sticking to that pattern for an entire tune mm. is challenging. It's like forced creativity. It, what it does is it stops right. you from being able to rely on the things that you've developed as a musician. So like we all have right. certain isms and certain like you know phrases that are sort of just stock that we pull out almost on autopilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you give yourself yeah. these these um, these restrictions and these obstacles, it forces you to create in a completely different manner. You have to you actually have to think through mm-hmm. everything, and it and it's cool because it just opens up so many new possibilities and so many interesting right. creative options that you didn't know you didn't even know you had. That used to happen when I was practicing my guitar, and my guitar teacher would be like, "Okay, well, you can improv over this section of this uh, backing track or whatever." But you have to use one string. Yep. Yeah. That same, like, yeah. same type of thing. As soon as you restrict Correct. it, you're just like, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. And your brain thinks in different ways. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. You exactly. Know, it's, it's, it's really funny because like even with with my private students, I have this one kid. He's like he's like an eighth grader, but like I'm really proud of him. Um, shout out to Jason. Um, so he's uh, he's got um, he's he's like memorized like like four or five forms, and like and he can solo and he's he's got keyboard stuff, you know. And he can keep the form with his left hand and like do a basic solo here. But like I've always told him that like you know in order to to get good, you need to find like in order to sound free, you need to find um you need to have restrictions. And within those restrictions, if you practice them enough, then you can get it back into your free form mm. playing, and it really affects what comes out. You know, so mm. yeah. yeah. So like an optical core shit really puts you in the zone to be like, oh fuck. Here my options. You know? Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I spent a bunch yeah. of time coming up with the, the thirty challenges, but then actually doing them. Some of them were easier than others. Some were tricky. It took, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it makes sense. I think it's a good pace because the 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 dream is that you do a challenge a day. 
Mm. So, um, so I did all thirty in a day, basically, right? Yeah, so it took then, us like five hours to record all thirty of them. Yeah, and that was like, yeah, that was a lot yeah. all at once. But that makes sense if, if you're doing one challenge, you could spend an hour or two, like really trying right. to master this challenge, and you move on to the next day. And mm-hmm. so, um, but or you could take a week and do that one challenge. Depending on where you're at, will determine how long it, each obstacle takes you. But right. yeah, it was it was fun. It was definitely fun, mm-hmm. and and you learn you learn every nook and cranny of these tunes because mm-hmm. you 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 have to find ways to make the the obstacle musical so you have to dig deep into your creativity to to make it work right and it's so i think it's such a great example too because like you know somebody who is a professional on your level and showing that like it took you this long and this many tries to get it right you know it's i think it's a really great yep. you know demonstration of the fact that like there's not some magic thing like everybody's just oh oh no. if you're good enough you'll get it like no, no you can, yeah. it takes work yeah that's why, it's literally why it's why it's an obstacle course you yeah. Know? yeah yeah it's hard it, it's funny because like I I find that with with my own private students like sometimes they're like oh man that was so cool what you did there like uh, how are you thinking about this and how are you thinking about that you know and uh, like sometimes I think like they don't get it where it's just like yeah you have to think and you have to work and you have to practice this it's not just like it just comes out of my butt you know you gotta you gotta work it well and then that's exactly what the obstacle course is designed to stop you from doing is pulling the things out that are just like the stock things that you have worked at like there are so many things and a lot of it comes down to physical things too so like playing the piano for example there's a lot of I mean, literal hand shapes. Mm, yeah. Correct. You know, because yeah. and I talk about that a lot with like keys. Like every key has a shape mm-hmm. on the piano. It's like so many lines that I've worked out over time, just from transcribing or from listening or for whatever, mm. have you know have kind of ingrained those shapes into my hands. The muscle memory, like you're saying, that that tactile memory can account for so many things that we wind up playing when we're improvising, and it's and it's it's. Good things are good. That's fine, you know. And everybody's got their their phrases mm-hmm. and the things that they say all the time. I mean, pe- with speech, it's the exact same way. People yep. Yep, people have thing. phrases that they say, and you just be like, oh yeah, Bob always says that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and that's like a normal thing. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that, but mm. you can sometimes feel, and I often feel this way, like locked in to this thing that's just not. You know, I don't know. I feel in a music lack or in well, well, what it is, is is you're doing yeah, something I mean, out of habit versus you're a choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, and right. maybe the habit is good, so it, it works out, but it still means that you're not making a choice there. You're kind of just doing something by by habit. And this obstacle course mm-hmm. um, is is going to help people get out of all those habits because you can't you can't rely on habits. You you mm-hmm. won't be able yeah. to survive the, the obstacles of this. Yeah, right, no, right. seriously. Yeah, and, and getting can't. back to thinking too, um, it's about thinking. Thinking while you play, yeah. because it's easy to sit on one chord and do whatever you want. But you know, having a set of chord like a progression already, you have to start thinking about mm-hmm. where am I at what point in the tune, mm-hmm. and then adding these challenges. Now you have to do specific things in a certain order. Mm-hmm. So it's important, especially mm-hmm. with like a play along kind of aspect, because uh, it, this this helps you think so that when you join a real band now you have these other obstacles of like what is the drummer giving you what is the pianist giving you what is the bass player giving you mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. other things so but you're already in this mindset of being able to think on the fly while you play now, i have right. a question for you guys as like jazz musicians who've played in a context like mm-hmm. that quite a lot mm-hmm. in your lives 
Do you find that you get into almost a mental state of flow, as we call it, while you're on stage with people that maybe maybe it's people you have to click with more, yeah. but like and people that you like the style of or whatever, so you're not too distracted. But do you feel like you're in a mental place that's almost like this meditative flow kind of place that's like pushing yeah. the boundaries of challenging yourself just yeah. enough, but right. also well, uh, for sure. I mean, for for me, like the answer is yes, and like the way the way I achieve that um, is that like okay. So first, so in jazz, you know, everyone knows like a wheelhouse of tunes, you know, just standards and other shit, right? And and then from that, every musician is playing their stuff to those rules and harmonic confines. Mm -hmm. And within that, people have different ideologies how to approach a standard. You could be like, oh, I'm coming more, more from a Dixieland sort of thing, so let's let's color that like yellow, right? Or I'm coming from like more of like the organ blues hard bop things let's call that blue or like i'm trying to put like the destructo level mccoy stuff and so we can call that green right destructo <laughs> level yeah, mccoy dude, stuff that that's you're you're up. getting super niche there no, like, no, no, like no, right no, no but that's what it is it's, it's, i mean it like, is like, yeah but you know yeah. i bet half the people listening to this thing aren't gonna know well, what that means destruct well, but I, that's the yeah, best well, go check out that mccoy mccoy yeah, tyner yeah, 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 yeah that's like the yeah. greatest description i think i've ever heard Hell destructo yeah. level yeah, McCoy. it's like it's like heavy metal dude that's my favorite shit i mean as far as far as jazz you know is concerned like maybe what you might consider to be straight ahead jazz sure yeah that kind of just rowdy Damn, raucous boom, stuff bang, has always been yeah, my yeah, favorite like yeah. coltrane loves supreme for me is i yeah. mean that that yeah. to me has always been like pinnacle coltrane right you know because right. i just love the chaos but controlled chaos yeah. in a yeah. sense yeah. side note really quick before we continue dude the teeth got to come out the teeth have got to come out. No, wait, wait, wait. This is, this is fucking hilarious, though. So, yeah, Amram has dentures. No, I mean, we're kidding. It's not fucking no, it's not. No, no, no. Um, so, so Amram is doing Invisalign. By the way, I tried to do it because I have one. Oh, dude, my fucking front tooth is so goddamn crooked. Show it to the camera. And it's, it's like, it's yeah, so yeah, off yeah, on yeah. the front. Uh huh. I literally one mm. time I had the dentist do yes, but they because that's all I can hear, <laughs> so they got to come out for sure. Um, but Boink. I went to the dentist once to do the mold thing, and it came back and they and they literally told me, yeah, that probably not probably not gonna work. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Because they said, oh yeah, we would have to either pull your entire teeth line out yeah, yeah, yeah. in order to make room for my giant ass buck tooth in the yeah, front, yeah. or or they would have to uh, like. I forget, like sand down, like narrow my yeah, teeth narrow to yeah. fit them to in. get it in. Whoa. And I'm just, I'm just like, oh my god, yeah, I don't, too I don't much, know if I even want to bother. Yeah. And at this point in my life, I don't even know if I give a shit. Really, I mean, mm. I'm not trying to be fucking some Hollywood actor or yeah, something. Yeah. So, oh no, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. You know, it hasn't stopped me so far. I guess. Yeah, so, right, like, I whatever. never noticed. Really? Yeah, I never noticed. Yeah. Well, you're not no, looking hard. Now I can't unsee. Now you can't unsee. That's the only thing you're going to see forever. One other thing: create, pull some slack out of that out of that XLR because that's bothering me a little bit. No, 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 no. Other way because you've got it. Or bend the bend the arm up. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. The end. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You got because see how you're creating slack now. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be. Mm. It shouldn't be yanked yeah, tight yeah, on there because it's gonna okay. cause a problem. So, all my slack, baby. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Ooh, the most got, slack. Uh, yeah, Dave's yeah. got the best slack. <laughs> yes. I like it. Which was my mic originally, Dave. So now that I pointed that out, nobody's <laughs> ever going to be able to see anything other than my buck tooth. So right. that's great. Your viewers so, are like, yep. "Oh my god, I'm very happy." Yes. Are you going to tell the story about yesterday's breakfast with with the the teeth? With the oh, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. forgot about Wait. the Amram lost uh, his teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Wait, okay, you lost so your teeth? so Invisalign, Invisalign. <laughs> it's it's 
it's Smile Direct, but it's in, like Invisalign product. But so, so you're using Smile Direct, correct? Okay, and yeah, so yeah. It's a different they company. they they do a mold for your teeth, and uh, they send you what is twelve different, you know, yeah. sets to be changed out weekly or biweekly. Um, and, and they progress like and they, they progress, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. 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 And so um, I'm having uh, I'm having breakfast with these two. And uh, the uh, the waitress, oh, I, I put my teeth in in my in like a napkins, and then I cover it so no one can see it because like I know like you know no mm. one wants to see teeth, you know. <laughs> so anyways, so I forgot that I had them covered, and then the waitress is like, after we're done, she she can takes, I take she this out the table, the table, and then she she takes my my teeth, which I failed to notice, and then and then I was just like. Oh fuck! She took my teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a few minutes later, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm just God. thinking. Imagine, imagine, like, because you almost got up and went up to like the kitchen. Yeah. And hey, um, <laughs> you took my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is hard because, like, I, I, I was like, I was actually thinking about that after we were done eating breakfast, because I was like, well, no one, no one at at, at the place speaks like. I mean, a few people speak well enough English, but like, I was like, how would I explain to them like I'm missing like not dentures? You took my right. teeth, right? Yeah. But but, but they're no, all, not like, my like. They're like, what? You have all your yeah, teeth? You You're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but they were long gone. Yeah, yeah no, 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 sure. no. Because yeah. that shit goes. They take that into they the kitchen in right the, in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you would have to done. root through everybody's yeah. half-eaten food. So how close were you to the end of the cycle on those teeth? I cycle out every Tuesday. Oh, so, so okay, that's not really a big deal. wasn't oh, too okay, bad. Okay. So like, right. so when I put these in, it really wasn't too hurtful. You know? No, that's so, not bad. Okay. okay, yeah, those are looking fresh. Yeah, they're looking not not gross. <laughs> they yeah. are looking yeah. less significantly less gross than yeah, normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you do you like wash them? You take you take a toothbrush and just kind of like get them out. You have they, to yeah. brush your teeth and your other and teeth. Your, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? Oh no, I, I when after yeah. I had uh, my. Uh, braces. Uh-huh. I had like the same thing, yeah. but it had like metal wire in exactly. that, yeah, yeah. and I had to wear that like every night. Yeah. And yeah, well, that's like a retainer, right? It's a, it was a retainer, yeah. but it was the same exact thing as that. Interesting. So I, and I had to get the toothbrush in there. Yeah. And, then, and, and sooner or later, it just like turned yellow because yeah. there was no replacements. Right. And yeah, I was yeah, just like, yeah. I think I'm gonna leave this one. Yeah. Here for sure. And mm. I didn't touch it anymore. And my teeth are fine. Yeah. They moved Man. a little bit, but it's whatever. The whole orthodontist thing. Did you ever do that? Mm-hmm. Really? You yeah. had braces? I had braces. When I was a junior in high school. Fun. <clears throat> wow. So That's a tough time. I got, I got yeah. him off to go to college. Oh, oh, oh yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah but wow. like, yeah. And I didn't wear my retainer because yeah. it was college and I just didn't keep track. So my bottom two teeth like kind of crossed in the front. But um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I had mm. uh, messed up teeth and That's they funny. fixed them. Yeah. 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 It was the worst time to have them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for sucks. sure. Yeah. My brothers and I, like we all, like my older brother has messed up teeth. Like we all have crooked crooked teeth yeah. and and i don't know it's just one of those things where like we never thought about it and then mm. and then before you know anybody ever would have considered it it was kind of too late at that point because it was like yeah. well i'm not gonna get braces yeah. in no. college i'm glad you yeah. saved the money because it's just yeah. like just so expensive yeah. also yeah. like the time the time in my life when i had braces and then you have a girlfriend you're trying to like kiss and stuff right <laughs> and you're just like <laughs> bleeding yeah, 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 it gets yeah, really yeah. weird it sucks oh yeah yeah, yeah. The, and the, then you're like knocking braces yeah weird you get caught locking you can you can yeah uncommon yeah yeah that's so weird the worst the worst was that like okay so like i also had braces prior to invisalign the reason why i got invisalign was because like saxophone embouchures started like shaping and making my teeth weird because the vibration of the mouthpiece but anyway so when i had braces 
you would eat your food, right? And then you just have constant food stuck in between the spaces. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like it would just build up with all this like fucked up shit, you know. And it's 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 really <laughs> that almost seems gross. counterproductive. Like well, it's yeah. gonna straighten your teeth, but you're gonna end up with every cavity in the world. Yeah, I don't. Hey, well, you should okay. Brush your teeth. Here, here's an interesting. I got. Yeah. I, I I don't know who's heard this story. I don't know if I've told any of you, but so I'm convinced that dentists generally i look at the dentist as if there's a problem that's who you go to to fix it but this bullshit about like oh go every six months and get x-rays and get all this stuff and pay us money and like fuck that 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 to me is such bullshit and let me tell you why so i hadn't uh, you know leanne and i hadn't really been to the dentist in probably two or three years we didn't have any problems like you know everything was fine and, and um you know cool right but we're like oh maybe we should probably try to get established now that we're living here in denver and we went to okay so we go to the dentist right and they take x-rays now it was a weird experience to begin with because the dentist like didn't know like the the, the lady that was doing i don't know what they're called the equivalent of a nurse yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure what the yeah, dentist yeah. term the dental, is um, uh, dental nurse or something I was in, I was gonna jump. there's go, a go term yeah, i yeah, forget yeah, i don't yeah. know what it is dental yeah. but but this this lady like the not dentist hygienist? Is it yeah, that might be something that it, might yeah. be it yeah, yeah. Dental yeah. Hygienist, yeah. Uh, the dentist didn't know who she was like her, she didn't wait, know who, who, who herself the, was. Di- no, no, no. The, oh my God, <laughs> why am I here? Oh, who, who am I? Who am I? Emron, we just got done saying. <laughs> oh my God, we just got done saying that the dentist's nurse uh-huh. is uh, the hygienist. Oh, okay. Okay, so the hygienist is yeah. doing so. The uh-huh. dentist didn't know her. Oh, it was like she oh, just walked in. And no, started it was like it was like oh, tell me your name again. Like like yeah. like yeah. as if it was her first day or some well, shit. Well, the dentist has a sweet gig because. Because the hygienist does, does the all the whole work. Thing, and all at the, work. the very end, the dentist he just comes in and looks. Go, cool, like, you're cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah you so, okay, man. so this this was the Found thing. It. Peace. This is the thing, right? They did these x-rays, and they had to do the x-rays fucking like eight times because they couldn't get it right. They and and I'm trying to because the x-rays are annoying because you got to bite down you on that stupid that, fucking yeah. thing, mm-hmm. right. and like. After probably the fifth time of trying to get the right picture and it not working, I'm just like, oh my God, please just make this work. Because neither of them appeared to know what they were doing. Okay, the x-rays come back. Fine, totally clean. Not a damn thing on them, right? This guy comes in and tries, the dentist, and tries to tell me that I had nine cavities that needed to be filled. The the x-rays were totally clean. And he's like, yeah, so you see here, like, and he's kind of poking around. He's like, yeah, that's like, you know, the start of a cavity. If you don't address that, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be not good. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah, so we should probably get this. I think it was, they, they wanted to book me for like $800 worth of, you know, worth of like sure, dental sure, work yeah. to fill nine fucking cavities. Leanne went in, same thing. X-rays totally clean. They tried to tell her she has seven cavities. Yeah. Okay. Now here we are fucking three years later. I haven't been back. Zero problems, no cavities. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I, I'm like, uh, I see. what? That's interesting. How? But how often does that happening? Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. that's why I'm like, listen. If I have a problem, like if I start having a toothache or if I know something's wrong, yeah, yeah. I'll go to the dentist because they're the ones that can fix that. Fine. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. this shit about like, oh, let me just go every six months and get <clears throat> well, the cleaning. What the fuck well, is that about? That's the same as like any other time of preventative medicine right but preventative like, medicine to me is different now i know i know that like depends gum health is obviously important but yeah. like mm-hmm. but like preventative medicine in terms of 
getting a physical. That's your internal organs in your body yeah. that you're trying to take care of, which to me is sure. way different than your teeth. Like somebody can sure. have a fucking root canal and it's gonna hurt, yeah. but it's not gonna it's not gonna affect their their inner organs and their like their How overall their health. Function. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a pain point. Right. You know, and and again, like I said, like I understand the gums are are, are a massive filtration system, and that's very important, and I mm. get that. But like all this shit about like you know, oh, go every six months. I don't know. It just well, to I'm me, mad, it just so check it out. So we we have a really hip dentist, and um, I I started going there because my wife goes there, mm. and so my wife is meticulous with with her like flossing and and uh, everything. So after every meal, all of that stuff, and so so she gets to go once a year to the dentist. And I oh. started. I started going, and they put me on the every six months thing. And after like the third one, they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to come every four months." Oh, and I was like, that. "What?" No. And and well, it turns out like when they would, because I wasn't flossing as as ever, and and uh, and then I guess I was rushing through like brushing my teeth or whatever. And um, so I started like brushing my teeth. I got one of those. Um, uh, um, not mechanical toothbrushes. Electric. Electric toothbrush, yeah. I, I started doing that. Mechanical? And, it's yeah, got like, like a two stroke <laughs> engine. Yeah, 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 it's it's got like a fucking It's got a weed whacker motor on it. Yeah. I would love me a steampunk toothbrush. Oh, right. So then I got up back up to six months because I was like taking care of business, I guess. See, I just don't buy that shit. That's kind of hilarious. Because did you ever have a problem? Did you have any issues like. So I've had cavities. Yeah. Um, and, and and on that, so so my dentist, the first cavity I did there, um, they the guy was like, um, so do you want to use like uh, Novocaine or whatever, like like the numbing stuff, like the, the anesthesia? Mm-hmm. They gave you the option, and, and I was like option like are you gonna drill like 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 what like, the yeah. fuck yeah and he's like yeah i mean it's, it's not that deep we can get away with not doing it i was like whatever you think is best so they, they so i'm like yeah uh, um so i i didn't do it and uh, it was yeah it was it was definitely a lot more painful than oh than, my than god he described um so then the next time i de- i definitely wanted it right mm. and uh, but my concern was i had a gig that evening <laughs> and uh, i'm like how long does this last right and he was oh, like oh it, it'll be done like in an hour like like it, you'll you'll start getting yeah. feeling back and I was like okay so we did it and the, the point was at 10 in the morning so I'm like cool like I, I'm done at 11 I should be feeling my face around noon the gig's at 7 right <laughs> oh yeah so oh, God. so noon comes I you know I'm like, I, it's, like oh, it's like God. strong it was strong oh, my like God. I could slap my face and not feel a thing 1 o'clock 2 o'clock oh. it's getting to like 3 4 o'clock and I, I still can't oh, feel no. well also for people who don't know you play sax I play saxophone so, so that's I, an I issue need, I need my yeah. face yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need my face and and I was like, call, I was like texting cats. I was like, "Yo, I might need you to cover this gig for me. Like, I can't feel my face." But then, like around five o'clock, I started to feel oh my face. Oh my god, mm. Dude, Dude, that's wacked wow. out. Yeah, that's wow, out, that's man. awful. He probably accidentally gave you a bigger dose. He was like, "Oh, whoops. Uh, well, oh, you'll feel this tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, right. Like, man, I can't believe that. The first time though that that, that was even an option. That's like, what I why thought. Why would that be? That's weird. Why would that? He's be got even... this drill. He's like, yeah. So do you want the stuff or not? I was what like, what the uh, fuck? You got this drill, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's on the surface. You know, it shouldn't be too bad. And and yeah, but you felt the whole thing, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. Oh my good yeah. god, like that seems terrible. Numb nope. me up. Nope. I don't care. No. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Holy yeah. shit. Put yeah. me to sleep. I, I literally, I had, um, I think, I, so I had two cavities when I was a kid. Mm. And that's the only time I've ever had dental work done. Yeah. The rest of the time, it's yeah. just the, the in terms of dental work, I've I've had um, so you know with America, you know the uh, the the you're you're off your your parents um, twenty six. Yeah, twenty six for 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 like medical insurance and stuff like that. So I wanted I had 
what do you call wisdom these? Teeth. Yeah, wisdom oh, teeth. Oh, I, yeah. I they were my wisdom teeth. They were all yeah, yeah. like they were like all like getting gunked up with like beef strands and stuff. It, it was like <laughs> oh. it, was, it, was, it was like it was oh, like so rotting. Your wisdom teeth came in properly. Yeah, my wisdom teeth came in okay. properly, but it was so far like hard to reach back brush. there that I couldn't like floss it out and like you know all this shit. So like beef and other forms of food. <laughs> I love that that's the there. example. So specific. Beef strand. I got well, beef strings. No, because, no, because sincerely, yeah, beef... The, the fiber of yeah, beef no, is I more yes. stringy yeah. for... Any meat. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. More so than, like, fish or something. So beef strands beef were, my, strands. were, my, were my teeth, right? So, wow. um... And not eating, eating beef was not an option, right? What? <laughs> yeah, 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 right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just yeah, stop. Yeah. So, so I made sure I was, like, a month before my birthday, um, mm. and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna get get them all taken out mm. um and so it's interesting when they put you to sleep like they're like okay we're gonna put you to sleep now here's your anesthetic and i'm like oh, okay and then like i space out and then like they did laughing gas right i think so yeah, yeah. and then what happened was was that like i f- fell asleep and then like it, it, to me it just felt like i just blinked my eyes because oh, so i that just sound, that sounds I, like anesthesia yeah 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 i had i had, I had a similar gas. thing oh okay well, they, well, they put the mask on my face and i was out i, I think they up. did a mix with me so like i'd have my wisdom teeth out too yeah and i remember them i remember having the thing on my face but i also remember they had some kind of iv in wow and so yeah it was like <laughs> it and and she was like count backwards from 100 and i was like 99 <laughs> right, and, right. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're out. Right, and you're you out. And then yeah, you're just like you wake up, and I was yeah. in a wheelchair heading out the door because it, it, it made yeah. no sense. Like I, I closed my eyes and blinked my eyes, and they're like, "You're done." Yeah, and I'm like, I literally just yeah. blinked yeah. my <laughs> eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is so interesting because that yeah. made me think about like, like how when you're unconscious, how you experience time. Because like that, I did not experience time. But like mm-hmm. somehow when I'm sleeping, you you, you know that like it's time distorted. is passing. Yeah. You know, yeah. but when you're when you're like mm. in the dentist chair, you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's chemically like, induced. Right. I mean, you're that's like, quite, yeah. You, you might as well be like in some like cryogenic fucking sleep chamber or some shit. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> Freeze that's, up. That's how they'll send us to Mars. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. Put us well, in speaking of sleep, sleep, I'm the opposite. So yeah. I, I am very involved in my sleep. Really? So, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's, so like, a, like, that's a statement. Like my wife used to freak out because <laughs> when I had like a big project, like yeah. if I had to write a big paper or something like that, I would go to sleep. And she's like, what are you doing? You have this big paper due. I'm like, yeah, trust me. And I would go to sleep, <laughs> and then I would wake up, and during my sleep, I'm working on my paper. Get the fuck out. No. 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 What the yeah. fuck is that? There's wait, no, wait, wait, wait. no. There's no fucking way. I still way. do it to this day. What I is still, it? Hold wait, on. hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I don't what? understand, though. Like, what are you doing in your sleep? Like- I would I would write compositions. I would write. <laughs> I would work on um, and any any sort of what do you, project. Do you like it's lucid like, dream or some like shit? VR like VR mode. Or I'm, some I'm, shit, you know? that's what I mean. I'm very engaged in like, like yeah. Like, like I, you, I could choose what I want to dream you're about. You're conscious. I could choose what I want to dream so about and navigate dream. my dream. I guess so. Can you like that's fly? I had, I had some you be students like, that um, purchased. Like, like oh yeah, you have this kind of. That's thing. crazy. But um yeah, so I would basically work on my paper and write it and you know come up with all the drafts and then when I'd wake up, I would I would have it and just write it out. And she was like, "What's, what the what's wrong with you?" Yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. On. Yeah. Wait, okay. That's a superpower. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I I need to know more about this. What the fuck? So like, okay. When did you even discover you could do this? In high school. And you would use it for schoolwork. Well, event I, I, Yes. So first, you use it. it it's for, combined with two things for other things in your dreams, yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. And then yeah. you're like, oh wait, I guess I should probably be productive. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you know, I, what started happening was I, I would get if I got overwhelmed, which doesn't happen often, but when, but when I would get overwhelmed, it would kind of just knock the life out of me. I would just kind of huh. not go to sleep, mm. and then and then I would think about the things I was overwhelmed about. 
and I'd wake up and kind of have the resolutions for all of those things. Like instantly. What the fuck? Wait, okay. Yeah, wow. So m- my thought is that like if somebody was going to work out stuff like that in their dreams, they would probably like actively write down or think about what they want to think about in the dream before they go to sleep. That's and what then, I do. And Okay, so that's what you do. You yeah. like, I don't write it out, but I well, just like right. you're like, on the okay, pillow. I'm like, what like, am I going to dream yeah, about? Like, what's, what's the problem <laughs> I need to solve? Or, you know, what, and obviously, what like, like, like normal about. dreams take place too. Like, like, like things, you know, crazy things, you know, like how we normally yeah, dream right. happen too. Right. But um, that's just when I don't, when I go to sleep without a plan. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Go to sleep without a plan. Yeah, that's yeah, got to be yeah. that's right, right. brand new sentence. You mean like everyone right. else? R slash right. brand new right. sentence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You that's, know what, Dave? You know what? So, so like, fuck never harm, harm without course. a plan. Like, teach, teach me how to do that. Yeah. Sell, yeah, yeah, sell yeah. Right. That. Right. Right. Tell, tell me. Yeah. Yeah. We need so a sleep course. Apparently, something. yeah. I mean, I guess what's it called? Lucid dreaming. I guess. Well, it's a thing. okay. So what you're talking about, I'm not because I don't know definition wise. So lucid dreaming is the idea that you can you can train yourself to be conscious in your dreams to the extent that you can do whatever you want. So like somebody who's lucid dreaming could just be like, I want to fly and like they can just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like mm-hmm. I'll, 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 I can take control of dreams that happen on their own. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't like where this is going. I'm going to go this way. And, hmm. and kind of, but modif- can you, but can I, you yeah, consciously can... like step by step, like walking through the world, like in your dreams or do you just kind of have I some felt input? like I could do that. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's, that's basically what I understand lucid dreaming okay. to, to kind of, I got to read into it. Yeah. yeah. It's but just definitely yeah. similar. Yeah. I, I definitely didn't train. I just, cause I also wasn't aware that it's not a normal thing. So I just mm, right. very, very much not normal. Yeah, not, <laughs> not, not at all. When I fall off a cliff in my dream, yeah. I don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, when you're running and you can't run very fast and you feel like you're wading through the water, yeah, like that's to, not a choice. I go to punch you and I'm like But you know, okay, so this is this is super fascinating. Why does everybody have the same dreams? Like well, we're all humans. The, but yeah, but I mean uh, that that okay. running, the yeah, slow yeah. running well, thing, here, here. like everybody's right. had that dream yeah I, and it's connected to some type of you know experience in life or something but like i, I why think is it's it? i think it's because like you um it's tied to like the base human natural fears and drives for something yeah so like the fear of falling off a cliff everyone has that dream because we are we lost the control of we are losing the control of power while falling and so it's easily manifested in the aspect of falling right right yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, it, se- it seems like people always talk about different things that happen in dreams and then say, oh, well, if you're having this dream, it's usually connected to like this. Or yeah. another one that I've, I have not had this one, but I've heard of a lot of people having <clears throat> this one is like the dirty public bathroom thing. Oh, okay. Wait, like, what? yeah, apparently that's another common one where people will go, they'll find themselves in a public bathroom in a dream, but the bathroom is like, like there's, they can't find anywhere to go because it's like everything's disgustingly dirty. And Never so it's this like that. this like anxiety induced thing of like wow you know not being able that to seems find like a very place. 2020 dream <laughs> 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 all the bathrooms are dirty <laughs> fuck oh, you um, people. yeah no no but like dreams are they're out of organic groceries yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fuck no yeah. <laughs> fuck this fuck um but but yeah it it makes you wonder like. Where do we go when we dream? But it's 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 such a fascinating question. Like the idea that dreaming literally could be like a gateway into some other mm. fucking dimension, bro. Have you seen yeah. Severance? That 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 show on Severance. on Apple TV? No, no. It's supposed to be about um, like they they have a, they they've separated um their work life and their their 
I think they're nightlife. Oh, I just heard about this the other day. And so this. basically, like they um, they go to work, and then when they're done with work, something happens where like they don't remember anything about work and can just enjoy their lives. Whoa! And then and then mm-hmm. um, and then and then, and then and while they're at work, they don't remember anything about their personal lives, so they're not distracted by like relationships and whatever. And huh. yeah, but there's some dreaming element to it as well. That sounds like the work side would be just a miserable existence. Yeah, but it's a necessary right. evil, so they can get this like mundane, boring stuff done and just huh. clock out and know that. They're going to be able to, enjoy but then you're in that zone. You're like whenever you're in the work zone, you live in this reality where you're like, "There's nothing to look that's, forward that's to." That's the well, the, it's the, kind the of an allegory to reality, right? Like that's that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, yes, we're fucking miserable for eight or nine hours, yeah, and then we live our lives a bit. Yeah, but that's and it's because like two different things. That's because so many. I mean, and and watching, you know, so Leanne obviously has like a corporate job, and and yeah. watching how that is constructed and the things that you know their the company does, and I'm just like, what in the fuck, like. And I'm I I've never had a real job and you know whatever but like it's just fascinating to me I think there's a book about it called bullshit jobs and it's it's kind of like lifting the veil on corporate America and how like the vast majority of of jobs that are created and the vast majority of efficiency within those jobs is just absolute bullshit like it's it's completely inefficient completely unnecessary there's a huge percentage of jobs that straight up don't even need to exist but we have this whole thing propped up on like oh jobs 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 like but yet half the time they're not even like they're not even doing anything the amount of money that gets wasted in the corporate world by just paying people to just kind of not do very much (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i don't know it's fascinating and it's something that that i don't really understand at all just because i've never been in that world but I much prefer the simpler, just like, oh, I need a person that can do this thing. Dylan, yeah. come do this thing. Right. Like, well, yeah. it's, it's a, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, that's it. You're like, oh, here's a necessary thing that I need you to focus on. Please do this for me. But it's, but it's got to be where a lot of the misery is it's, derived in that world. Because, like, if you are walking around at a job that you're getting paid for, it kind of almost doesn't matter. You know, if you're getting paid decently for it, like you're going to be like, oh, I fucking hate being here because I have nothing to do and I have no drive and no purpose and no benefit. I mean, the idea of to, like to me, the idea of working in a, in a situation where you have zero opportunity to benefit from doing well, that boggles my mind. That's why, like, I don't hire anybody like you guys are not hired on the basis of like, oh, I pay you an X amount to do a job. It's like, no, it's like I pay you guys with the understanding that, Hey, if this results in something good and we keep, and we keep growing, everybody's going to grow. Everybody's right. going to make more money of course. Yeah. because why Incentive. the fuck, why would you guys give a shit? You know, no. even from no. the perspective of like being some of my best friends, like, like you're still going to just be like, Oh yeah, like I work, you know, and I have a job and it's cool. Right. You know? And, and there's no way to viscerally give a shit no. about seeing this company mm-hmm. grow and improve Correct. without exactly. there being something in it for you. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and when I look at the corporate world, I'm just like it, it boggles. I'm, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. How, I'm like, how how, how does anybody up, feel you know. any time? Because to me, I'm like everything about every company would just be like, I don't give a fuck. And I think that's how probably a lot of people operate. I like they so. don't they don't give a shit at all about the company they work for. Yeah. And that no. seems like a really or bad even the thing. job they do. I mean, there are yeah. people that it, it's a necessary evil. It's a job that gets money for them that puts food on the table, and and, and they don't benefits. Enjoying and, the job isn't even on the table. That's not even right. like a concern. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then a lot of people feel like they don't even have the option to jump into something that maybe you know we've been lucky enough to find ourselves in. Right. They're just like, oh well, I can't even imagine how you would forge that path forward sure, you know sure. um so i'm just gonna like take the easy thing go to this interview 
work for Joe fucking Schmo and you know make near minimum wage and which all that's yeah. amazing like and and completely understandable and totally fine the thing is is that there's still this corporate veil that like companies are trying to create where they're like we all love this company and we want to see and it's like no 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 yeah. don't get it fucking twisted like nobody's here because they give a shit about your fucking company yeah you know especially if it's that kind of situation where they're they're not offered any type of potential benefit mm. but from doing well it's like I don't know because it's funny because I've watched you know the companies a couple different companies that Leanne has worked for and the things that they do in terms of like trying to you know this rah rah stuff and like making everybody like we love like this thing yeah. and I don't know whatever the fuck mm, it is and it's just right. like no nobody gives a shit you know mm. and okay if if there's good because if that's the thing right which that makes complete sense people that they go to work for the salary for the benefits for the security all that stuff even though. You know, it's not necessarily any more secure than like yeah. what we're doing, but like, anyways, but they go for that stuff and that's fine. So then the corporation should drop this bolt. Like, I just wish people would just be real about it. It's like, listen, well, we yeah. need, we need fucking data entry. There's well, no way well, around I got something it. For Sorry. You. Right. So I have a student who, um, uh, he's really high up in uh, Bell South Atlantic, which is like the big like internet provider down in, mm-hmm. down in the South. Yep. And, um, so he's in charge of God knows how many people. And we were talking about, um, this is when COVID was going on, about everybody working from home. Mm. And I was, I was asking him, like, what do you think about all this? And he's like, I love it. Mm. I'm actually going to shut down, like, all of my offices because I'm finding, you know, my people are at home and they're more productive yeah. and they're happier. Yeah. And, mm. and and now, like, I was spending so much money on flights for people to, like, go travel and, and do, like, negotiations and stuff. Now that's happening through Zoom. And now I can, like, pay for, like, a first-class flight for them to do, like, the final handshake deal and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, for both parties and all of that. So uh, he's like, I'm saving money. They're happier. And, yeah, like, you know, I just Wait need them to do the what they fact- need to do at home. Like, they yeah. don't need to come into the office for that. So yeah. Leanne switched companies mid pandemic, like before. So they, they left the office early on in the pandemic and then spent and, and, and by the time she left that job and moved on to another job, um, they still had, were not back in the office. Yeah. But the, this company was hell bent on getting back to the office Yeah. because mm. this was, this company in particular was a company that pays well under market value. They don't pay very well at oh, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they try to disguise that with culture. They're saying like, mm. "Oh, we know we make you know people who work here make less, but like they do it because working for this company is so great, it, so and like everything's yeah. everything's yep. fun, and we call our we call our office the village, oh, we call our CEO God. the mayor. Like what the oh, fuck? Dude. Like weird <laughs> shit, culty fucking yeah. shit uh, yeah, culty. that that you know seems fun, and they try to create this environment where it's like, well, why would you leave? Yeah. Like you you shouldn't leave. You're not gonna get this anywhere else. <laughs> Like right. eventually, especially with the remote thing, that's it. so. The only way that they kept this veil up was mm. the fact that people were in the office experiencing all these things that they were touting as being benefits yeah, of yeah. working for the company. But the second you left, yeah. so she moved to a company that is permanently fully remote because they did the same thing. They were just like, "Yeah, this is fine. This this is great. Like people are happy. Productivity is good. Profits are up. Everything's great. Cool. We'll keep it this way." And that's all anyone fucking wants, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And so the company that she left it's like they now have to and and i've heard 
because she still has a lot of friends that work there and so yeah. people mm-hmm. are leaving in droves yeah, yeah. because now the veil's lifted yeah, yeah. right because yeah. if they're not in the so they're they're hell-bent on getting everyone back into the office so they continue pushing this thing of like we're not going to pay you market value for your work no we're just going to mm. give you fucking a fun committee and parties and all this other shit that like nobody cares about you yeah. know yeah that was the beautiful thing Insanity. about this whole thing is that the, the veil kind of got lifted a lot yeah. you know because a lot of people were right, like right. They went home and all of a sudden it was like, oh, that job that you said could never be done from home. Guess what? Yeah, it can. Yeah. <laughs> it can be done from home and probably done better and more efficiently and for mm-hmm. less money. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for it's sure. It's like, oh, totally. my God. You know? It's like we come here because, I don't know, it just, first of all. Yeah. Speaking for myself, and I might be that fucking that guy trying to create the culture. I don't know, but I fucking speaking as the mayor. (laughs) But I like hanging out with you guys here. Like to me, this is a place where it's just like we're you know we we do our shit. But but if Dylan told me he's like, hey, I'm gonna be in fucking Sri Lanka for the next four months, and I'm just gonna work from there. I'm like, okay, that's fine by me. I don't give a shit. Yeah, because like we'd have to work some systems around that. But yeah, I mean, like it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because Um, like I mean, again, like the the the, the greatest thing is just just that like I mean the reason why I love us is I mean this is the culture no uh, is is uh, is that like it's just four dudes just being dudes just talking about like yeah so what do you want to do yeah yeah, yeah, pretty much I mean kind of yeah 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 I I think I saw some comment on the podcast the other day just like dudes being dudes kind of a thing yeah right it's just very straight ahead because I mean like the I mean. The corporate stuff just looks like just like a pile of lies. That, that's you know? basically well, yeah. what it is. Yeah. 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 And I mean it's it's driven by a lot of societal factors and financial factors yeah. and you know, a lot of like personal. But a pile of lies, that's pretty accurate. Like that, I mean yeah. it's basically but, it's, it's a totally a veil. It's just well, people yeah. it's just people being like, let's convince ourselves. Because you gotta remember, half the time the people making the decisions, they've got people above them. It's like everybody's trying mm. to just keep their job yeah. and make and you know, look like they're performing well in their right. job. Yeah, yeah, know? for sure. For sure. it's, I don't know. It's crazy. Speaking, but of, it serves a place like, for certain people. Like you know, not everybody's social animals and wants to hang out with other. A hundred percent, of course. Yeah, yeah. right. That makes sense. Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean, to weave together all of this sort of like uh, cognitive dissonance, work, uh, yeah. life, fun, balance, all this stuff. I'm gonna jump way back in the conversation okay. for just a second because I thought about it and then I never said it. But when you mentioned the thing about who was it, McCoy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the thing. And then yeah. you said that um, McCoy. What is it? Tyner. Tyner. Yeah. That's the interesting name. I know. Um, you said something about his music or his playing being like on the edge of chaos. Yes. And it reminded me very much so of what we talked about the other day a bit about, or what we've said a few times when we've gone skiing or the other day, just this past week, we went downhill mountain biking for the first time. You yeah. took me downhill mountain biking and it was amazing. My hands are still broken. <laughs> and um, But anyways, but I wanted to mention that because it, it sort of reminded me a lot of things in this conversation where like about the improv jazz and stuff Mm. like that like what it does is it like rips you into the present and you have to pay so much attention to what you're doing Mm. and like that's what's so cool about it and that was yeah with the downhill mountain biking that was so so fucking awesome and uh, I wanted to bring that up to bring up the fact that it's fun and that Dave just mentioned earlier that he's going to be doing it now did you say that you've done it before I've never done it but you've you've mountain biked I've mountain biked before he's probably you've probably mountain biked more than you did because you haven't really mountain biked very much. That was much the at first all. time I've ever done it. Well, no, you, you've, you've not. D- I'm downhill. I mean, I mean, mountain biking in general. Yeah, no, I did, don't. 
You hadn't. You've never done that. No, Did I've never like once? gone into the mountains with like roots and bro- rocks really? and stuff. Okay. Like wow, I don't. That's cool. Did we? Well, you have. probably find them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, remember yeah. doing it. He did really well. So you should be. You should be good. Yeah, as well. I, I I used to do like uh like flat track just through the woods like trails. Yeah, and, yeah hopping over I roots thought we and did rocks that and stuff. Once, like in Clint's Falls. We might have, but I'm sure it was terrible. Well, like I'm clipped in in the woods. Like I use clips. Oh, that's weird. So oh, that's like scary. So I'm hopping over. So I can like pick myself up. Over the, logs the, and stuff, clipped which in? you can do with so like your feet are so clipped my feet, to the my feet are pedals. To the pedals. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. literally like yeah, it's yeah, flat. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like I'm, yeah. I'm like you know I, I have to. Do you ride cages up. or clipless? I do clipless. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I always thought it was funny. It's called clipless, yeah. but it's like clipped in. Yeah, but they're, exactly. but they're called that, that clipless. That was confusing. Yeah, that's very strange. I, I build a fixed gear bike, and those do clips because that's like the look for the mm. fixed gear bikes. But then I have a road bike that has clips, clipless, and yeah, 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 yeah. And you, 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 um. You set how easy it is to come out. So, like, if I if I'm if I like if I'm gonna fall, like my it, if it my net my leg naturally goes to a certain angle, and and the, sh- the clips know to kick me out. It's like mm. your it's like your DIN number on your binding yeah, exactly. skis. Exactly. I see. Yeah. Mm. So, like, when you if there's enough, like, um, what would I, I guess it would Float, be like torque, yeah. like torsional force okay. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it'll they come out. Pop out. Yeah. yeah exactly. So bike clips do the same thing. Yeah. So the road ones are like real, cause you want to be like really locked in to get yeah. all the weight transfer yeah. in. Mm. Um, but the mountain bike ones are way mm. more forgiving because mm. you're more likely yeah. to fall on a mountain bike than a road bike. Right. 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 I found you do it not want to be clipped in. Down. Down. No. Oh my <laughs> God. No, no. Oh my God. That'd be terrible. Not when you get wrapped around a tree. Yeah. Uh, no, but you don't want to do that anyways. But yeah. they, it, I found it funny that they have clips like shoes with clips on them in like those cycling classes. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, do we really need this? Like, just well, I think well, some so, people so don't you, like to be strapped. You know what I mean? Because the only other option is to strap in, right? Well, but like, are you really gonna fall off of it if you just? No, 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 it's not about falling. It's about, it's, like, about it's, so. So the clips are about um, is one foot is pushing down, the other's pulling up. So you're getting so you're more getting out of each whole, stroke. Yeah, oh, right. It's that's like a true. whole that's other yeah, ability, especially to, for the workout. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you should be working both parts of your legs. Yeah. So have you ever ridden spiked flats? I have a BMX bike with with like big flat pedals on them. Does it have like the? It has, it has, it has little nubs on them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically, mm, yep. the same 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 type. Because of you need traction. But on those. it's amazing though how much they lock you in. Like you were probably surprised at like how sturdy they are. Yes, and, and it's just little tiny metal nubs. It, yeah. yeah. There was there were certain times where I'm like. I'm like ripping through the forest and I'm like, I want to adjust my feet, but I can't. Yeah, they're stuck. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's just hard. there. And then yeah. um, I noticed too, like when you actually start getting a little bit of air and like when you're actually trying to lift and everything, like a good way to get, sort of get a better handle on the bike is to almost push your feet in opposite directions, if you will, while the bike is coming up. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like I started to feel like I would push my right foot forward and my left foot back yeah, yeah, more yeah, 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 yeah. in order to hold on to the bike a bit more while huh. I'm pulling up. So I think I think from a technique perspective, the quote unquote right answer would be to use your toes down a little bit to kind of scoop. So you're almost like scooping the pedals with your with your toes down. Right. Well, I guess that's what I'm doing with one of my with foot one feet, of your yeah, yeah, but not with the other one. Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I mean, that's just some, something that you know you learn over time. But like, yeah, no, it's um, I think you'll do good. It's so it's it's funny. Like downhill, I'm obsessed with downhill. I, I'm. Yeah, I, you're obsessed with gravity. Gravity, yeah, that's correct. Gravity yeah, yeah, related yeah. sports. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skiing right. and yeah, I yeah, am. Gravity and sports. and I never grew up doing them because like it, it was it was always so funny because um, <laughs> my my mom was always like your hands, your hands, yeah, yeah, your yeah. Hand. but but like I played three varsity sports, you know, and yeah. 
but I never skied and I never, you know, did anything, any extreme sports. I, mm, yeah. I never got into. And I, I think during that, t- like if I had really been like, no, I want to do this. Like I'm, I really want it. They probably would have let me, but it was just one of those things where like, it was, it was just I, a combination of not having the interest at that time in my life. And then also there being such a concern about like hands yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I realize now is like completely pointless because if I'm going right. <clears> to <throat> hurt something, yeah. biking or skiing, it's probably not going to be fingers. Yeah, yeah. It could be. It's very possible, yeah. but like it's most yeah, yeah. likely going to be a leg or something, you know, yeah, right. something yep. <laughs> more serious. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. that was always, I don't know. Was that everything like, like for you or, or I guess any of you with like, because being all musicians, was that ever? Yeah. Don't do this because it's gonna potentially. I never got it from something. my folks, but yeah. like when I started riding, um, like my Vespa scooter, and then when I had a motorcycle, I always wear full face, but just because I I feel I need my jaw. That's <laughs> Where, helpful. Like, like I don't ride like you know the three quarter or the half helmets and stuff. Right. Even though I could, yeah. Yeah. I always ride full face because I like right. being alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So in in in, in regards to that, so the um, uh, like. Oh, you're a musician, so be careful, right? So, like, one, like, which is not really that serious, but, like, not that I tricked myself into it, but, like, I got, like, special earplugs with, like, and you get, like, a sound yeah. test. And so, like, that that's fine. But, like, the other story was actually, um, and this, I actually told you this story last night. Um, but, uh, so, like, okay, I play the saxophone, so you got to, like, you gotta like blow air, right? So I'm like, oh yeah. So <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay. So 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 smoking was like like no. Like even in my head, you know, I was just like, oh, we're you know we're, we're not gonna smoke, you know. Um, and like uh, the Dare program, if if anyone remembers that. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, so for whatever reason, I forget how, but I think I was in my sister's room and I found an empty box of cigarettes, completely empty, just nothing in them. And then and then I was like. For whatever reason, I was like, let me smell the box. Because, like, I don't even know what it smells like. You know, like, I know what, like, like I, I know what tobacco <laughs> smoke smells like. Room. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, empty box of cigarettes. And then, like, I smelled the box. And then, like, I caused myself to have, like, like a small, like, panic attack. Where I was just like, oh, no, now my lungs are so fucked. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Right, right. Completely empty. And, and so, That's like, like when a kid, yeah. when, when you kiss a girl and you're like, oh, my God. She's gonna get pregnant right. now. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it was just so. And like looking back at it, I was just like, I am so stupid. Like there is no like nothing was lit. There wasn't even the cigarette in there. It was just the oh box. God. But somehow like the box contained the evil. You know. Yes. That, yeah, that right. is like, you don't know, you don't <laughs> yeah. understand that it's the smoke. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like right. anything yeah. involving anything with right. yeah associated. You're just like that's that, that's what it is. Because I mean again, because like the dare program was like very like they're like don't do fucking marijuana don't like, like smoke <laughs> cigarettes you know like that shit like and like they like they have like a diagram of like this is like like your 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 lungs when it's normal it's like nice and pink and this one's like fucking like this like is your black, black. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 it's, yeah, it's yeah. always like wow i don't want that they brought in the lungs yeah. did they bring in the lungs from the smoker yep. versus the non-smoker yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That shit? Yep. Yeah, and then photos, they make you yeah. breathe through a straw and and they're yeah. like, this is what it'll be like if you ever smoke <laughs> right, ever. Right, right, yeah. yeah, that was enough to terrify me. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awful. Or yeah, like, I never had an yeah. interest in smoking. No. You know, for some reason, like, I had an uncle who had the the microphone. Ooh, oh, that'll do it. Yeah. Holy so, shit, that would so terrify early me. Early on. Yeah. yeah, and then my dad was a smoker, and I used to hide his cigarettes all the time. Really? And he's oh, wow. so mad and <laughs> 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 buy some more. And Taking matters into but your own. But probably hands. it fucked with him though. 
You know what I mean? Like, what I can do you mean? like imagine being a dad and your kid hides your cigarettes. Oh, you. right. Like, psychologically, like, that's like, gotta like you gotta my think child. Like, oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he never really quit. He still he still he smokes. Still, yeah, he still smokes. Wow. He, he's had and little stits of not doing it, but I mean, he is like, he is he in good call, health? Yes, he's, besides that, he's in good health. Yeah. Although he had a stint put in because he had like an almost heart attack. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and he had a ninety percent blockage. And how old is he? He's sixty three. Okay. Wow. Wow. Jeez, that's young. Yeah. So, no, he got young. it when he was forty four. Wow. Like yeah. Holy fuck! Yeah. So uh, do you still don't hide smoke, cigarettes? kids? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I gave up on on hiding a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd have to. But yeah. kind of similar thing was yeah. uh, so so we're. I'm back from college. My like my first like uh, I started in in the fall at Purchase, and um, I'm I'm maybe the month in of school or something, and, and um, I'm back home visiting my folks, and they had um, I want to say trout, maybe yeah, I want to say it was trout. Uh, that they, they 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 baked some trout and, and so we're eating and I'm chewing like crazy and my dad's like why why do you eat like that like why are you eating why are you chewing so much I'm like I don't want to die. He's like, what are you talking about? And he, and and I told him when he when I was a kid, he used to tell me that if I didn't chew my fish completely, that I w- I would get lo- even the smallest fish bone oh. could lodge in my throat and I would yeah. die. Yeah. Oh my god! And I just kept that all the way through college. Oh my god! And he oh. and, and then he told me he's like, no, you're not gonna die. <laughs> you're like twenty oh, twenty yeah. years later, you're chopping like, oh, down shit. on some fish, being like, fuck, this tastes yeah, good, yeah, but yeah. I'm scared. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the thing because I love seafood. So right. like, I would yeah, like right. roll the dice every right. time. Right, like, right. you want to go out for seafood? Right, yeah. right. That's wow, some shit man. that your parents yeah. said to you that they totally did not expect the consequences twenty right. years down yeah, the line. Right, like, right. Oh my god, my twenty-two-year-old son thinks that fish is gonna kill him. Oh shit! <laughs> Everybody's right. parents fucks him up somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the flip side, my mom never noticed that I had like a nut allergy, so she would get. The- <laughs> So she she would what? have me. Uh, it's funny every I, time I, he eats a peanut butter sandwich, he can't breathe. I don't yeah. know what it is. So my mom used to to get these bags of uh, sun kissed pistachios, and we would watch movies together. Oh, yeah. And like little by little, I'd be like, you know, <laughs> getting itchy and oh breaking out, and, and 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 she would never wow. notice. Do you have like right. a super mild nut allergy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. yeah. yeah. okay. I eat, I eat okay. peanuts and cashews and all that stuff. Gosh, yeah, yeah. 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 you're yeah, just but, like I'll fucking deal with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Your mom's just like, oh, you shouldn't have played in that poison ivy today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really weird that you're so itchy again oh that was one for me i thought i i thought that poison ivy was like number one way more common and number two way more dangerous than it actually y- yeah. is. yeah i was like i would look for, for me the, it's rough like, you, like well, i i've yeah. like well i've never gotten it so yeah. i don't know but like because i you know i grew up on fucking 140 acres and so like yeah. we had we um, and you never like, got it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Mm. There, there was poison ivy trying to take over my house. That, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I have trees. I have probably four huge trees that, that like are dead up. because of of the oh, poison ivy. Wow. It's like choking it. Wow. You gotta be able Whoa. to spray for that or something. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go out there. And yeah. It's just one of the million things I have. To but like do. hiking yeah, through yeah. the woods for so many years, yeah. like just way out in the you know in the yeah. back of my house and shit. Like never, wow. never got into it. But I thought, and that's because I was like, I thought everything. I was like, I gotta be super careful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, anything that had three leaves, I'd be like, oh fuck. Yeah, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so speaking also about like yes. childhood traumas or other things that you think was a big fucking deal, right? So like, there are two things in my head that like really got me going, and so like I thought like 
quicksand was like gonna be a big fucking deal in my life. You know? <laughs> You're gonna have to walk right. around in your right. life looking for quicksand. Right. 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 Oh yeah. shit! Right. So it's like, everywhere. Like you'd read books about it. And you're like, holy shit! There's just like invisible fucking soil that, like, if you step in, like, it sucks you up, and you're gonna like fucking die, and you can't like, and it's just and like you're just gone. You're that's just, it. That's yeah. it. that's the end of your. So you like always life. carry on a rope or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Just, like, <laughs> tiptoe around yeah, all over the place, like or just in case. You know? Yeah, take yeah. a couple of yeah. take a couple of paths with your foot. Make sure the right. soil is stable. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's, it was that, and then also the Bermuda Triangle, because like again, oh, like yeah, that yeah, you'd yeah. see like lots of like Discovery yeah. Channel things about the Bermuda Triangle. You're like, I'm never fucking yeah, going you're to like, Bermuda. I'm never fucking going there. And so like, yeah. I remember, so I have family in uh, in Florida, right? And I know that they had moved there, and like this was my first time on a plane, and like I was like 11 or 12, and so I um, <laughs> I remember asking my sister, like like tapping her on the shoulder, and I'm like. Are we gonna be like near the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> and, dude, I was just so freaked out because I don't know. You just, you just. No, think, I had the yeah. same thought when I was a kid too. Yeah, yeah when, and it was the same thing. I flew to Florida, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my God, oh my God. where's Bermuda?" Yeah, so I remember thinking the Bermuda Triangle me. was gonna be a way bigger deal in right. life than, right. uh, yeah. than it is. Have you yeah. ever been to Bermuda? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I've been to Bermuda. It's it's pretty interesting. And then. It's uh, I, I made it back. Okay, you made so, it. Yeah, so made, yeah, 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 in the got, flesh. I got there. Yeah. Back, no problem. Oh, Proof. Yeah. Proof. I dance with the devil for sure. Oh my god, Dave, you're Jeez. gutsy. This guy. Dang man. <laughs> well, it was, it was a gig with uh with a band I was in. I was like, yeah, we got this gig in Bermuda, you know. Um, and I just yeah, I was just like, great. I didn't think about you know. I, yeah, I I didn't grow up with a fear of of the Bermuda Triangle though. Um, but it, it's interesting. They have uh, these really tiny roads, so it's just tiny cars there, mm-hmm. and there's no there's no buses or mass transit or anything like that and uh it's very expensive everything's very very expensive uh, well they figured out a bunch of Flo- Flo- Floridians and New Yorkers want to just right. vacation there. Wasn't There's this, a lot of expats mm, from the yeah. UK. Oh yeah. Wasn't yeah. this what 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 Vinny said? Right? Because didn't he go to? Bermuda? I think he said the Bahamas. Oh, Bahamas. He was saying Bahamas are like oh, yeah. sixty dollars. Right, anyway, so tropical islands are like they, yeah, yeah. they they fuck you over. Yeah. 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 They just had a terrible experience there. Vinny was supposed to be here today, but he's unfortunately dealing with an ear problem that was bothering him. So mm. we hope he uh, mm. recovers very quickly. And Tom. Uh, Tom just got married. Tom's, yeah. married. Tom's on his way to Hawaii right oh, now. Right, honeymoon. And you guy. were there. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Um, it was great. It was great. It was a nice day. Beautiful day. And in the Denver Botanic Gardens. How do you? Say, is it botanic? Bot- botanical. 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 Well, yes, but that's not a. I don't think the Denver one is botanical. botanical. botanical so that's what I would botanic. normally say. Yeah. Botanic. I don't know. That's a botanic. There you Bot- go. Um, yeah. Botanic. No. Beautiful. Beautiful spot. Beautiful place. It was great. It was very nice. Um, and uh, so he's on his way to Hawaii, that motherfucker. Um, I've never been. Have you guys ever been to Hawaii? I've never Hawaii? been to Hawaii. No. no. Nobody's no, been to Hawaii at no. this table. Wow. No. Need to. Yeah. Wow. I would love to go. It looks incredible. Yeah, I, I, I'm very much interested in places where there's like the ocean. But So, for example, like I love Colorado because of the mountains, you know, and the problem with like Florida or somebody is that you get, you know, you get uh, the ocean, but the geography is incredibly boring. Yeah. 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 You know? And I suppose California is sort of closer to, you know, because, yeah, because you do have the ocean and then the mountains. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Hawaii seems like one of those places where the mountains just come right up to the shore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah dude. I want to. Yeah. I want to. Heck yeah. I want to go places like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't traveled very much. I've Because honestly, like before the pandemic, I mean. The pandemic started kind of right around almost like when I started YouTube. Mm. And so before that point, I was, I was broke as shit. Like, I, we never went yeah, anywhere. Yeah. I've never been anywhere. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, Leanne and I just, you know, we didn't 
to have the money to go anywhere. We're, we're so. going to take a trip to Japan, man. Go skiing in Japan. Yeah, this motherfucker, yeah. he just goes That's and lives in Japan. I, I, he's lived in Japan since graduating college, longer than he's lived in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. Three separate times, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. That's yeah, a lot dude. of moving. I think yeah. I've moved a lot. Like, we moved to Denver three years ago, and in that time, we've moved four times. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so crazy. And I moved across town. This motherfucker's moving continents, right. like, every other year. <laughs> it's it's expensive, and I don't yeah. want to do it as often as I've done it. And, and yeah. What do, you, but, what do you bring with you? If you're going to move literally to the other side of the fucking planet, like, I've, what do you bring? I've done it before with just one bag. Of How? What? Well, because I didn't have anything. I was Jesus. like, "Oh, I want to be a minimalist, and yeah, I want to yeah, own yeah. nothing." Right. Yeah. So you just sell the big things that you own and just take right. a, like a backpack full, basically, or a right. duffel bag. Mm. And then, and then other times I've had like a one big suitcase and a backpack or something like that. But now I, I'm just starting to get to that place where I'm like, I want to be here. Yeah, yeah. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. Like buy some things. Yeah. You know, like, cause I would always live in a place like my my. You've seen like my apartment, like when we lived on Decatur, like it was yeah. just like a cave. Oh my with god! With like a, a mattress these, on the floor. Oh my god! And like an IKEA desk and nothing else. These fucking guys. <clears throat> so Jake and Dylan live together, and in multiple different places now. And like, they had this apartment the first, you know, when we all first moved to Denver, and it was it was a one bedroom apartment with a living room. So they just like made the bedroom one and the living, and the living room the other. And I would walk in there, and it was like, it was like they never moved in. They yeah. didn't have anything. It's like yeah. the first Jake day we got slept there on a fucking time. air mattress for a year, <laughs> like, like just yeah, just dude. an air yeah. mattress in the corner that was half fucking deflated, yep. and and just I'm like, how do you? Because I'm I don't know I maybe you know to a to a perhaps a, an unreasonable degree, but I'm very much about creature comforts. I like yeah. mm-hmm. I like having a nice bed and just you know having yeah. be having being all set up you know like lighting that's like yeah. I, I you know I, yeah. I gotta have lights oh my God. it's you, gotta be just yeah. right you hate yeah. ceiling lights I fucking hate ceiling lights that is something <laughs> I specifically hate ceiling to yeah. me I, and and it's because the energy that they bring into a room for me is just like so fucking awful mm-hmm. it's I feel just, the same way yeah yeah, I, yeah. It, the se- if somebody yeah like your place you would just turn on your kitchen light, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, that no. one. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's not gonna work. Yeah, I put all those light changing bulbs at least, so yeah. they can at least change that's the temperature. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's nice. a yeah. start. Yeah, but just I'm like, honey, this is so much better. She's like, I've noticed no difference. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm not being interrogated anymore. Yeah, right. That's and, that. and that's yeah. it. It feels right. like a cold, dark interrogation room, and yeah. then it's just like, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah you know, lighting to me is like you go beyond that. I would love to take the time to do that in my place, like all the shelves and like. Uh, well, Leanna's, yeah. yeah, Leanna's, she's, she's yeah, she's made your place look pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. she's done so much work on that place and yeah. just kind of yeah. made it feel like a home. Yeah, yeah. you know, because I'll do some stuff. You know, I'll do right. like lighting and stuff like that. But mm. she'll go. She does all the little trinkets and things. Yeah, and things yeah. that I just don't even think yeah. about. Little like uh, candles that are just electric. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah she yeah. has got these oh, rechargeable yeah, fake candles that she'll just put everywhere, and like yeah. you don't even notice it until she does it, and then you're like, oh wow, this feels like a place. Yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But um, but I would walk yeah. into their place, and he, this motherfucker's in the corner on an air mattress with with a fold up table and no chair, wow. like, and that was just his place. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you live like? Well, this? now it's all in the past. Because now it's all in the past. Yeah. yeah now you've got a good. Now Jake's place is gorgeous. It's actually now. great. It's, it's great. Really, I mean, it's really yeah. t- it's a bo- it's like a tiny little box, but like it's he's got great. it set up it's really awesome. nice. It's really nice. Yeah, he's got a it great bed and everything. Not that I know or anything like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I tried it out a few times. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Uh, and then your place is dope too. Like you've got a great spot now. I like it a lot. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's quite nice. Oh, you guys. Oh, we're growing up. Uh, you growing up in life, making the next <laughs> steps in life. What? So, uh, job-wise, what kind of, like, did you, have a re- you ever had a real job? Quote real unquote? job. Never had a real job. Yeah, like no. like corporate anything, right? Well, my but you fir- had jobs as a kid. Though, yeah, like, my know. first job was a busboy. I was a busboy at a, at a restaurant and uh, loved it. Fun. I loved it. And then I was a waiter quickly. So I, so I started working when I was 14 and then I got I became a waiter when I was fifteen, um, and I would work all Saturday night and all day Sunday. So all day Sunday was ten in the morning to two in the morning on Monday. Holy shit! Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So I, because the way this this place worked was. Um, there was so this just is one in the waiter. 90s? This is in the 90s. Okay, yeah. so yeah. when they would okay. let you. Well, no, I wasn't allowed. But it's, the, it's the restaurant business, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I was all cash and everything. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was making like 400 bucks a weekend just to work in those two days, and I was a sophomore in high school. Hmm. So that's how I saved up for my uh, my car, my saxophone. Yeah. I did all that. Um, and then the restaurant, uh, I would have been there forever. I loved it. I was the mayor's waiter every Sunday, and uh, I just loved um, the the whole environment of, and, and the concept of like the harder you work, the more money you make in the restaurant business. Right. I totally. love that concept. Right. So I busted my ass, and I that's why I made that much money. And they were same waiters that didn't work as hard, and they made half as much. This was right. mayor. This was in Connecticut. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then um, the owner of the restaurant and um, the son of the landlord didn't get along and the landlord died so the son took over the building mm. and just didn't offer this guy a renewal that's how much he hated this guy wow so cool. so the restaurant closed so i had to you know i lost my job so then i worked at um a place called the Silvermine Tavern, which is now called Gray Barns. It was this like bed and breakfast that the owners um were friends with all the guys from the village vanguard band so they would hire like like people like Dick Oates and Scott Wenholt to like play trio or quartet or something, and mm. it was a great restaurant. And they they were famous for their brunch and stuff. So I went there thinking it was the same restaurant business, but they wouldn't hire me as as a waiter because it was that was more upscale. So um, they hired me as a host, and that was totally different. So I just got paid like a mm. flat rate, and yeah. and then it was like very mm. political with all the waiters because basically you you determine who made money that night because right. you know you'd pick like you know when people come in you seat them and certain areas and certain waiters have certain areas so mm. if you like certain waiters you'd seat all the hit people over there you people that look jive you'd send them to this other person and so it's like it got political mm. um mm. so i didn't enjoy that so then i got a job at the gap so i worked at the gap and i was making seven dollars an hour at the gap and they they sussed out right away that i was like very with it so i was hired as a stock person so the stock day would, you know, they have like a meeting when your shift started and be like, okay, the three of you, you're going to put, you know, sensors in all the clothes. Dave, come with me. And I would like redo walls and like, <laughs> you know, redesign the store and stuff. So at a certain point, I was like, hey, like, I don't mind doing this. It's more fun than just putting sensors in, but uh, I should get paid more money than these guys. And she's like, well, the best I could do is 25 cents an hour. So just on principle, <laughs> wow. I quit. Wow. Just on principle. Yeah. I was like, no. So I left and, um, <clears throat> So the next, so next thing I know is, is I'm window shopping at a Banana Republic across the street, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that they were the same company. They all knew each other, and at the at the at the Gap that I worked, I actually got this award for like best stock person, and um, so 
they they heard about me apparently at this 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 banana republic and I was just window shopping with some friends and the manager recognized me and we started talking and she's like oh like how's the gap going I look oh, I'm not there anymore and and she's like oh do you want a job and I'm like no I'm kind of done with retail and she's like well we'll we'll pay you two dollars an hour more than you were making over there so I was like great when do I start so so wow. now I'm making nine dollars an hour at banana and I love that job so that job I have a really great memory and um and. The, the the stock room was above the store so you had to go there's a store and when you open the door this loud buzzer went like nah and then you go this flight of stairs and then the stock room was there and what I would do I quickly kind of suss out the situation with the other stock people um I would go through as soon as my shift started and memorize what we had, like style numbers. And they would call in style numbers. So, so style number is like a seven-digit code, I think. And and like the first two digits is like uh, what it is, like if it's a top or a bottom or a jacket or whatever. The next two is um, what season. The next two is like the color. And the last one's a size. Mm. So I would just quickly go through and memorize everything we had. And they would call up uh, saying, hey, uh, do we have, you know, they give me the style number. And I would just say no right out of the gate. And they're like, did you even look? I'm like, look, we have it in this color and this size, but not whatever you're looking for. And the stock guys like were eyes were like, you're oh my god, you're amazing. <laughs> so I told the guys, I was like, listen, we have an eight hour shift, right? Let's work for an hour, do what they need us to do, let's just bang it out, and then let's like play cards and whatever. I'll take care of all the sensors, like all the like style number stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were in, so we would like bust our hump for an hour, and then I timed like that door opening to the stock room was yeah. a thirty five second walk so I knew that whenever that but if someone was coming to check in on us I'd be like guys we got 30 seconds to like look busy so we would like grab a pile of clothes and like go to the table and start you know looking like we were working That's and they, they loved me there it was Whoa. great and then I love like the way the retail thing works with with seasons is that like in the, in the winter like when you need a like a cold like insulating jacket they're selling like summer stuff already like they're just like ahead yeah. so they had this policy. It was you got fifty percent off current things, but then you got eighty percent off sale. So we would save all the stuff we wanted, and we had this little nook that we we kept our stuff <laughs> and wait for it to go on sale, and then get eighty percent off of it and Whoa. like all our favorite sizes and yeah. stuff. So I still have stuff from that era. Like I have shirts and suits and stuff that I got for like a fraction of the cost. Oh my God. That's dude. all of that. But I left that because they wanted me to work on my graduation. So I'm like, hey, like I, I, I have graduation, like I, need, I can't find anybody to cover me, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna have to come into work. I'm like, but I'm graduating, and they're like, no, that's, that's your problem. I'm like, no, it's your problem. I'm out. So, <laughs> so I quit, and then, uh, and then co- college happened, and then I worked at the Performing Arts Center. I did a million mm. things there, and then started playing professionally, and then, <coughs> um, mm. yeah, I've done some copy work jobs uh, for, for different composers, but not like officially, like just as favors, mm-hmm. like. Um, it started with uh, Steve Wilson. Uh, I started studying with him at, at the college, and he had all these handwritten ugly things <laughs> that he would bring in. They're really great, like but like a transcription of like some Joe Henderson solo or something. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Steve, you know, I, I, would, I would type them up and give them back to him. Like, hey, like here, like this this will help you. Yeah. And he's like, what? And so 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 he started bragging about like my my Sibelius skills or whatever. So like people. Um, I don't name names, but but I got a lot of people um, like kind of hitting me up, like, "Hey, can you do this for me?" So so mm. I just did it just to like kind of get to know those musicians. But I, I definitely don't want to be a copyist. But um, so I did a little bit of that, and then uh, teaching academically is probably the most corporate thing. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's what you know, and that's one of the things. And, and I I've said this so many times, but like 
when I was at Purchase and you were a professor there, like one of the biggest things that you talk about that no one else talks about is the importance of understanding that as a musician, even as a young, like in through college and stuff, like you're a business and yeah. you are responsible for your own level of success and yep. you have to understand how to navigate because, because being good doesn't matter. Yep. It's kind of Correct. expected, you know, to be yeah. good, uh, at least at a certain level, but that doesn't write your ticket. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because, and we've seen this how many times in music, the best musicians are never found or the, or there's some random person that plays locally at a fucking restaurant. Who's killing like, one of the best people that you've yeah. ever heard and nobody knows who they are mm -hmm. because it's just not really a part of the equation beyond being just like a baseline. You have to at least know how to do X, Y, and Z to mm -hmm. make the, to, to do the gig. But beyond that, I mean, there's so much else that goes into it. And, and that's one of the things that, man, it kind of makes me nervous, like about, you know, um, maybe students now and this, this hyper prioritization of, culture surrounding the music like everything's about the music everything is like only certain music is the shit and like you know this whole thing of like yeah. you know oh uh, you're too worried about about being successful and it's, it's what are you talking about do you how do you want to live yeah. you know if you, i mean making a living as a musician is hard that's what I did for years after graduating, trying to play gigs and teach a couple lessons here and there mm -hmm. and barely being able to pay rent and 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 rent was super cheap yep. where I was living yeah. and it was still a struggle, yeah. you know? And it's like, until I was fortunate enough to, to, you know, to, to land upon some opportunity in, in online stuff and mm -hmm. like build kind of what we're doing now prior to that, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do, yeah. you know? And yeah. you are like the only person who was talking about that, who was talking about how to go get gigs, how to meet musicians, how to, how yeah. to put yourself in a position where somebody's likely to look at you and say, Hey, I want to work with that guy, you know? And that's like, that's so important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the important, like the, the best things that will likely happen to the purchase college jazz program with you at the helm of it is, is people learning and to understand like, Hey, yeah, you're here to learn the music, but make no mistake. Like you got to learn how to, how to make a living. You got to yeah. learn how to do this because you're not getting, you're not going to get a fucking aerospace engineering degree. You're not going to move to Denver and right. start working for Lockheed. Like that's right. not how that works. Right. Like you those need, guys. And yeah. I've got lots of friends who do that, you know, who are aerospace engineers and did move to Denver and did do exactly that. And it's like, it's not that it was easy for them, of yeah, course, but yeah. like their pathway was more clearly laid out in yeah. the sense that they can go and they have the qualifications to go get a job in this yeah. company. Getting a yeah. degree learning music doesn't qualify you for shit. Yeah. You, you gotta know? have you gotta have practical skills to be a musician. Well, it's, yeah. it's not just yeah. practical skills; it's the understanding of how to use your musical skills and apply business tactic and acumen to that. Correct. And that's something yeah. that I think gets left out so often. Yeah. You know, and I think I think your age had something to do with that as well, because most of the professors at at purchase yeah, at least yeah. when i was there older, yeah. much older than you yeah. and so these are guys who have had a very successful career they're phenomenal musicians they're some of the best in the world at what they do but when they developed their career was a very different time totally totally different time yeah. and mm -hmm. I, felt, I always felt like you were much closer to the understanding because you know it was the 2000s for you yeah. mm -hmm. you know and yeah. it was like you have a much clearer understanding of what students today need to go through and yeah. the fact that you're not just sitting at purchase college being the director of the program and just teaching and that's what you do like no you're fucking out there playing you're out there 
working with all these bands, working with Ron Carter, working with, you know, running the Birdland yeah. Big Man. Like you're doing all this shit in real time at the same time as running this program. So it puts you in a unique position to be able to say to kids like, look, this is the shit you need to get together because it's not just about being good at music. That's Correct. so important. Being, yeah. Obviously, yeah. that's why we're there. That's why we went is to learn the music and get good at the music. But there's got to be the other side of it. Otherwise, yeah. these kids are fucked. Yeah. You know, and totally. like thankfully you've you're you know you understand that and you're and you're prioritizing that as something that that these kids are going to learn you know and yeah. like that's it's just so it's so necessary yeah, yeah. especially yeah. now i think you know and those older professors are coming up they were in a world where you joined a band and you got to travel with that band correct mm-hmm. and now now it's like even great bands play 10 gigs a year mm-hmm. you know and i don't remember the last time i saw Brian Blade and the Fellowship, like advertising a gig, yeah. right now, yeah. exactly. You know, they'll yeah. they'll play bigger venues less often. Mm-hmm. That happens, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I think it's so important right now to really understand. It's it's ironic because there are less gigs, and yet people are are pickier than ever. I feel like, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like when there's less, yeah. you got to be able to. You want to get as much as you can of that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, if there were a million bebop gigs, it would make sense to be a bebop specialist, you yeah. know. But um, it's not the case. So yeah, I think just accepting like like it purchase uh, any school really any any music program should be a training school for like becoming a professional musician. And yes, there's an art to it, but that art needs to come after the understanding. Um, uh, you know, having certain skills that allow you to just make a living at it. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of hone, you can kind of um, refine your career to be only the artistic endeavors you want to do. Mm-hmm. But um, you'll have people that graduate from like a great program like Manhattan School of Music and not know how to play on a wedding gig. Yeah. Like that. Like I've had people graduate <laughs> and, 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 um, you know, for, I, I've met people that, that, that can't play Happy Birthday. Like with harmony, yeah, yeah right. Mm. So nuts. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's incredible. like you got a music yeah. degree and you can't play. You know, yeah. They, but, but they can, but they can play everything from the Omni book. You know what I mean? Like, right. and it's just this this hyper specialization that's not going to be all that practical in you know in the world. Amram, get the what? fucking. That's good. You're gonna you're gonna yank that cord no, right out of that good. mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be the first one to go to the bathroom. So don't ruin the cameras. Okay. Um, yeah. No. No. But it, it's it's so it's such a serious thing that that I'm glad. Like you said things when we were there. Because uh, for reference, this is I don't even know if we actually really talked about this, but Amram and I graduated together from the Purchase College Jazz Studies program. Yes, we did. And we were there <laughs> when um, when Dave, you know, was obviously a professor there. Before he was the director of the program, which he most recently has become, and that's going to be. I think you were the, the first program. class because you were the Camacho's class. Camacho's yeah. Group. yeah, yeah. So that was the first year I took over the arranging class. Yes, I remember yes, that. I yeah, remember it was this, the first yeah, arranging class that you true. did, and it was like we we wrote big band chart. Like I yeah. feel like now in my yeah. life, I know how to write big band charts. Yeah, and it's because of that class, and we actually fucking did it and got to hear them played by a big band. There's nothing cooler. Yeah, that was than fun. putting together. So fun. Yeah, there's nothing cooler yeah. than than writing some shit and than hearing it done in real in fact that was one of the things so um oh wow so many things coming together because yeah. uh last night dave and i were hanging out and he didn't know that tales existed the the, the record on spotify that i did with yes yeah, yeah. Okay. um and and one of the things with that record is that it's not like it it's jazz categorically i suppose um but like jazz? it's yeah i know <laughs> what is jazz yeah um no but it's it's like 
I I wrote out a lot of the things that are on that record. Like a lot of it's very specific in yep. terms of bass lines, drum patterns. Like I didn't want to do a record that was just jazz tunes because I was so sick to death of like yeah. head in, solo, 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 trade yeah. fours with the drummer, head out. I was so fucking sick of that. Right. And I wanted to make something that was much more specific. Yeah. That had that had less improv, honestly. Yeah. And there's this weird thing that happened where leaving way less room for improvisation almost felt liberating because it was like, Oh, I know that if I write this particular hit in the drums, I'm going to hear it every time. It's not going to be like a by chance thing that the yeah. drummer plays some shit right. that I think sounds cool. Yeah, right. No, I'm like fucking play this exact thing because I've constructed it in a way right. that I want it to sound very like a very specific way. The big band shit was kind of a doorway into that because it was like, Oh, I can specify you can all this yeah. stuff yeah. and create this sound and create all that, all those great like hits and lead ups and things that I love about listening right. to Basie or Duke yeah. Ellington. Yeah. And I can make that happen. Right. And like mm. that was really cool. And that was something that I had never done before. Yeah. yeah. You know, because we would write charts for four or five horns and it's just a tune. It's like you harmonize the melody. And then after that, it's, it's just over. a solo fest. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's a step in that direction, which is kind of cool or whatever, but it's still, I don't know, it's still leaving so much to be just improvisationally mm. determined. Right. Um, and there's a magic to that, and that can be really fun. Yeah. But it's also a lot of fun to specify. Yeah. yeah. No, And there's something about like being able to write in consistency, you know? So, yeah. So, um, like I tell everybody, like if you write slashes, you are at the mercy of that player. Of playing what you know exactly of what of you're hearing in your head, yeah. and if you aren't comfortable with that, then you need to write. You need to give them a part, and then if you want them to see the part but have some freedom, maybe you give them a part and a chord symbol, so they know like this is where you're coming from. This is what it's over, and they can then make their musical choices there, so they have some freedom there. But yeah, it's great. Like if you if you you can write in consistency, and I tell them like, you know. It seems like a lot of work. Like I showed them that album, uh, the Jim McNeely, uh, the Lickety Split Vanguard album, right? And uh, and they're like, man, we were playing just one song actually, and they're like, man, that must have taken forever to write. And I'm like, okay, let's say it took them six months to write that arrangement, right? Mm -hmm. If you wrote a tune every six months when you were a freshman, by the time you graduated, you'd have an album. You'd have a big band album, right? Yeah. And then the other thing about arranging is that it's forever. So if you write. Um, you know, a great shout chorus. It's always going to be great. It's not going to get worse. You know, you're not going to worry like, oh, I hope like the shout chorus goes well. It'll be that every yeah. time. You might write something you thought was great and realize later why it wasn't so great, and then it's that you're every time. Improving, yeah. Yeah. But the music itself is not changing. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Right. Well, that's the other thing yeah. too. Like something bad will stay bad. Something good will will yeah. stay good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that that's something I try to express about it. And and yes, it takes time. But anything worthwhile takes effort and time. Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, that's yeah. something that's lost upon many of us this in this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, I mean, Give including now, right. including myself, yeah. my instant gratification. I literally yeah. canceled. Oh God, I like part of me feels bad about this because Sweetwater is a company based in Indiana. It's a yep. you know whatever. I not necessarily their products, but fine. Um, I literally canceled an order to Sweetwater and ordered the same thing on Amazon because it was going to get here a week earlier. You know, I mean, and I had a legitimate reason because we had a deadline on something and we needed a piece of equipment. So yeah. whatever, fine. But like, it's that same thing. It's like, ooh, uh, I can get it earlier. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's I mean, a very that's... different situation because you got the same result earlier. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, but 
you know, most things in life that are worth getting need work. Yeah. Go down the double black diamond tech trail, you're probably going to crash. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Without knowing how to do it. I'm glad that uh, you had that. Wait, that wasn't the double black that we went down. The tech that we went down the other day. Sorry for anybody who doesn't (laughs) know what's going on. We're talking about downhill mountain biking. Is. Yeah, so when you're on a tech trail, it's like a bunch of roots and rocks and like big things you're bumping over and like versus a I, flow trail. I walked is, down yeah. it because you it did. was terrifying. You did. But I Charles went over the handlebars. Went over the handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't crash very often. Uh, mountain biking, and th- it was funny because but when I do, when I yeah, yeah, right. That's <laughs> when, I do. Stuff, yeah. when I do. Yeah. No, but it was oh, it was great man. because like I I was going zero miles an hour. Yeah. I wasn't fucking moving, and I just dropped my front wheel off the right thing and caught a rock straight on, and I was like, oh well, I'm going over the handlebars now. And that's why you have a full face mask. Correct. Yeah. Although I didn't, I don't think I even hit my face. But that's a good reason to wear a full yeah, face helmet. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to survive the day. I'm looking forward. No, no, you'll be fine. 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 Yeah. And it's it's like it's that's the beauty of the beauty of of like downhill mountain biking that's different than skiing because skiing, uh, green, blue, black, like that that sort of denotes steepness, right? Yeah. Like a double black diamond is going to be steep real moguls, steep. Yeah. You know, maybe moguls, maybe um, natural obstacles, some rocks, some things like that, maybe small cliffs and things. You know, that is way different than how you classify mountain biking trails. Because mountain biking trails, like if you see something that's like a black flow trail, the difference between a green flow trail and a black flow trail is not steepness. It's feature size. So like on a black flow trail, you might get big jumps. But the beauty with mountain biking is that... The vast majority of the time, big jumps, you don't have to like you don't have to jump them. Yeah, they're yeah. not gaps. They're all tabletops. Yeah, so yeah. you can roll them, you know, and it's like that's what's that's what's great because you know, you can go down as a beginner, you can go down a black flow trail. Yeah. And just like you're just not gonna get huge air. Yeah, that's what I did. And it was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I mean that's gonna I, be me tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I still like I would pop off the jumps and I'm like, wee. You but start like, feeling it out but a little it's bit. Not, yeah. yeah. Skiing, where you case a jump and you're like, my knees. Yeah, because skiing is yeah. all gaps. Yeah, all the, all the jumps in yeah, skiing yeah, are yeah, gaps yeah, because yeah. it would just take an insane amount of snow to make tables Correct. out of everything. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah, so yeah, with skiing, it's it's completely different. Are I, they labeled flow and tech? Like when yes, you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, it's it's just um, so like flow trails have like an orange park marker kind of thing, the same oh, as like skiing, okay, okay. how they how they show like a like a park. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, and then flow trails have like a jagged. Because ah, okay, it's okay. telling you, or I'm sorry, tra- tech, uh, tech trails have like a because it's basically telling you, hey, this is a tech trail. It's going to be rocks, roots. It's going to be jagged. It's going to be gnarly. Got it. You know, um, depending on whether it's green, blue, or black. But awesome. yeah, so mm-hmm. you you won't get anything steep in mountain biking except for like maybe a black, like a double black diamond tech trail might have a couple of steep little sections. Yeah. But mountain biking because mm-hmm. you're on wheels, you don't really need that much downhill angle to get going real fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because oh, yeah. you're just, yeah. you're on wheels. So it's, you know, you just roll. And you control your Fun momentum step. to decide how fast you want to Correct, go. Correct. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Cause you have brakes. <laughs> so yeah. They yeah, no brakes on skis. Yeah. But it's, yeah. but it's funny though. I was trying to, I was trying to like have Dylan like figure this out, but the, the process of, of learning a trail, cause the trails at a good park are so well designed in such a way that you almost don't need your brakes at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll be going down, 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 down. And then right before, like a hairpin, like a switchback, it'll kind of turn and go up a, a touch and then go down around the, the, yeah. the switchback. And so like that little up before the turn almost controls your speed Correct. for you. Yep. And then you can just rail the berm really hard and go around the other way. Um, as you're starting out, that's too scary to do. So you yeah, definitely yeah. ride yeah. your brakes. But that's yeah. how you get your hands. Like you said, your hands still hurt. 
Literally, it's a week later. Wow. And, <laughs> oh my and god! The, the the side like chunk there of nice. my my yeah. hands are just yeah. like ah, like for Damn. for the first for the last like five days. Like when you try to like you know just have like a flat hand and like put some soap on your face, my hands would be like this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just like ah, they're broken, dude. Oh my god! But it was yeah, it's worth it. You'll it won't happen the next time. You'll get yeah, no, it won't. You'll no. you'll get used to that. You'll loosen up a little bit. That happened to me the first few times I went. It's like my hands just hurt so bad. For my hands are totally normal now. Like I don't feel mm. anything. Um, but that's just like you learn over time to like loosen up and you just get more confident and everything. But yeah. but it's hard at first because you want to ride your brakes. You're like, correct. oh yeah. shit, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, and so yeah. you wind up yeah. just like beating the shit out of your hands over the course of a, of one run. The point where you have to stop mid run usually. Well, yeah, I, I did like five times. Yeah, every yeah, because it, it just it hurts too much okay. to keep hanging okay. on to the bars. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's okay. Yeah, nice. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um. But it goes away quick. Yeah. It's it doesn't last very long. But. Um so I think we should do We have fun things. I think we have a couple fun things to do. I think okay. we should especially cuz this crowd we're all we're all musicians here. Oh god. Mm. So yeah. we should uh, yeah, some more than others, but No, you're a musician. <laughs> you're a musician. <laughs> you I have you belong. Enough. Yeah, you belong. You here. belong here. You, belong oh. here you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> you're so um, sweet. Okay. Okay, so we have a this is this is one of our favorite segments on the oh, show. My god. This is bad music advice. Whee! Oh, great. What do we got today? Oh, I love it. Music theory. <laughs> oh, just in general. Just in oh, general. wow. <laughs> what is music All right. theory? All right. All right. Our music go. theory is an explanation for why or how something happens in music that is backed by data collected over time but is not necessarily true. This <laughs> lack of concrete truth is the most important point. There are many theories about music, but at the end of the day, no one knows what the hell they're talking about, <laughs> especially Jacob Collier or those elitists <laughs> in music schools. <laughs> Music theory started forming in the 1990s with the popularity of Nirvana and Kurt Cobain, often referred to as the Ella Fitzgerald of the Swing in Northeast. Oh my god! <laughs> what? what? Wow. Music e- experts couldn't wrap their heads around the avant-garde depth and complexity of songs like Smells Like Teen Spirit and got out their lab coats, beakers, and chemicals when these songs were released so they could begin formulating theories around how such insane songs were constructed. Oh Unfortunately, no conclusions have been made because Nirvana's music is is the most advanced interdimensional music <laughs> to be ever produced. Oh my god. Oh no. That is okay because other music theories have been concocted from these experiments such as the concept of chord progressions. Even though chord progressions don't exist, we as a society <laughs> <laughs> tolerate this theory so that musicians can feel good about themselves and yes. say random numbers like 1, 6, 2 while their friends are trying to casually listen to their Spotify playlists. <laughs> <laughs> Some music Musical ideas never made it to the theory stage and remain as what are called music hypotheses. For example, (laughs) the idea that brass instruments are at all pleasing to the ear is a respectable idea, but there is no data to back this up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Unfortunately, since the 1990s, music schools have been popping up more and more, acting as a hub for young people to come up with their own dumbass ideas about music. (laughs) Luckily, school and state boards are doing the right thing by cutting funding 
thing for music and the arts <laughs> in general. Oh, oh, man. Here's a theory. A respectable career is more important than expressing yourself. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> she got wow. real quick. Real quick. Oh, wow. my God. Oh, shit. Well, wow. Dave, good luck. Good luck running that program next Holy year. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, that was a good it. one. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. Oh, my God. Good, These need good to be job, a book. These are, These are going to be a book for oh, sure. Oh, that's so good. This is Yeah, this is going to be Jake's first foray as an right. author. Exactly. Oh, yep. man. That's great! Wow, Wow. good work, dude. Dave, how does it feel to just, just, just to help, uh, you know, continue on the uh, the the bullshittery, you know, at at school? (laughs) (laughs) Are you proud of yourself for being involved in this? Brainwashing young children. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, I love that. For example, brass instruments. There's no evidence to suggest they're pleasing to the ear. Right. You need you need like you need like you need a like a metric data. data like like uh like the Mohs hardness scale to like to legitimately say like yes, this is pleasing, Yes, correct, you know? right. Yeah. yeah, brain yep. brain scans and responses right. to various right. sounds. You need a double deaf study right. yeah. to uh to check that to out. To check that one out. Right, right. <laughs> double deaf. <laughs> I'm glad somebody appreciated that stupidity. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's great. Do we have another one of those or was that the one? That was the one. Well, okay. That Beautiful. was a worthy single one. That was yeah, a good, holy yeah. shit. That was a lengthy Music one. Yeah. That was a long one, yeah. There have been so many good ones of these. What a stupid fucking idea. Wow. Yeah. Let's make nice. music the explanations <laughs> that are fake. All right. I Jesus. love this. I love this. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was so great because we got... So the last time you were on, <laughs> your faces as you were reading... Because I think, I think it was like... You didn't necessarily... Because I don't think we told you ahead of time no. what it was going to be. And so you're reading this shit... And your faces as you were reading this were just gold. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. And the clips of that are probably out. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably at this point. And so, like, you find it on, find it on our TikTok, at Odd Time Show, um, and or Instagram, and or YouTube channel, Odd Time Clips. <laughs> this show is just full of plugs right full now. Full of plugs. Yeah, seriously. Hey, but you know what? You know what's that. for real, though? Like, what? we plug shit way less than a lot of people yeah, do. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. So, yeah. I, I don't feel bad. Yeah. Um, um, no, no, no. But, uh, we were yeah. just yeah. talking about Nirvana, too, the other day. Yeah. About, yeah. I brought, I brought in Nirvana. Nirvana to one of the classes to talk about how oh, you know yeah, yeah, you yeah. can mark a form without chords. It's not just chord progression. Everybody yeah. thinks, yeah. oh, it's got to be a different chord to mark to mark a form. Yeah, like a new and change in the yeah. musical so, structure. Yeah, so like Nirvana yeah. does that all the time. Like right. they they use texture and dynamics and different melody, but the same chords are happening right the, yeah. the whole way through. Yeah. Right. Mm. So, but mm. because it's not jazz, people were like, why why are you talking about this? Right. And, and I think that that is yeah. the thing too because. You know, we joked about it earlier. What is jazz? But I mean, jazz is so generic, meaning it's so so vague. Yes, that you know, it it's, it's basically, say, basically calling something music. You yeah, know, the fact yeah, that right. someone can you 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 mentioned jazz to them, they can think about Benny Goodman, and someone else can think about Kamasi Washington. Yeah, and they're both right. Yeah, yeah. that's, a, that's yeah. a problem right there. Correct. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this: the fact that we are trying to fit everything under this umbrella label. That's why, like, to me, I don't know. Now at this point in my life, I don't give a shit about like being considered a jazz musician. It's like my background in education is in jazz and jazz traditions, and that's fine. But like, it just equipped me to kind of do whatever else, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's that's I think that what's so special about a jazz degree is that. If if you really do jazz correctly, you can sneak into any musical situation. Correct. Yeah. 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 Right. You know, yeah. Where where the other the other fields are a little more specialized, and that's a problem when you need to diversify outside. Well, and of and, and people have figured that out over time. Like Sting figured that out. You know, yeah. Sting figured out that he could hire jazz musicians, and they mm. would fucking nail yeah. whatever what style. You know, yeah, working with yeah. you know Branford, Branford and, and, yeah. yeah. 
and like yeah, most of the backing musicians for great acts are jazz musicians. Yeah, because right, they know right. harmonically what's going on, or at on least they've been educated in that. Yeah, in yeah. that yeah. in that way for sure. Because yeah. it, it it is a it is probably the most versatile musical tool set for sure. Because well, yeah. it's, it's the most intense musical tool set. Like when you're learning it, right? I mean, it's well, like it depends you ha- on your definition of yeah. intense. It's certainly well, the most like because I always I always talked about it as as if jazz is all of the other things that you might learn in every different genre but applied as a fluency yeah because well, yeah yeah because of the fact that it's it's so improvisational um yeah, like you thing. can learn classical theory you know and understand it and 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 recognize when it's being used mm-hmm. but like you don't necessarily have to just be able to speak it off the top of your head right you don't you don't actually apply it the 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 the, the nitty-gritty about jazz is that like you have to apply it to your instrument. That's where the in facility, real time, yeah, in real time, yeah. that's where the facility the of the improvisational yeah. thing happens. Where you're just like, you know, like constantly, like I, I tell my kids this. I'm like, okay, so here I am, like playing these wedding things, and like I'm like doing one with me and like a DJ, and like they're just blasting some random track in the background. Like you got to be able to hum what the root tonality yeah, you suss is. Out with, with the you know, tonality like is. this is the tonality, and then doesn't sound major minor. Then rip your fucking scale and like just whatever, and just, just start doing your shit mm. you know yeah. yeah yeah i mean well you're really utilizing all of your brain power while you're doing the Definitely. thing but like when i was in abandoned high school like yeah. first like learning guitar and stuff it's like okay you learn this system of a down song or whatever the heck it is you're doing yeah. and it's like it's just one thing right you you're learn learning song, where to put you your play hands. the thing yeah Correct. you don't have to think about it yeah. you no. just memorize the muscle memory yeah and right. then you're there yeah. but with jazz is a different thing yeah, yeah. jazz is so many variables and and they're happening on the fly yeah so so the the constants of a song would be like you know how many measures is the form and what are the chord what's the chord progression mm-hmm. but even then there are variables because the pianist might play if it's a dominant chord that could be so many things is it straight up just g7 is it g13 is it g7 you know sharp 11 is there some alteration so then you have to analyze that depending on a person that's giving that to you on the fly Mm. and then the bass player can throw in tritones and things like that that will kind of mess you up too and then the drummer can play phrases that don't mark the four bar phrasing of the song to mm-hmm. give it a little more interest. So then you have to really have a command of like, oh, I can't, you know, um, I, I have to be, I can't rely on this person for where it is. I have to rely on myself. Right. There's so many right. variables on the fly. I don't think other kind of, no, other styles of music don't do that as much. Yeah. If but at all, yeah. some The don't. thing is, is that we just got to remember that this is just a theory. This is <laughs> <laughs> it's just all fucking bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's, it's a hypothesis. Whatever he's fucking saying is all fucking bullshit. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Nobody Beautiful. knows what the fuck they're talking about. Especially Amron with this stupid yes. fucking piece of shit song. Okay. So we've, I think we've done this we've once. We've done once. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give the, the rules again. Oh my God. So, okay. So again, I, so dumb. I created this, to pass the time when driving in a car so I could get to gigs faster with whoever I'm fucking like sitting in the car with, right? So we would we would pick a song, a simple song, and we would find the lyrics and in our cars we would like try to omit the words so that we would try to sing them to each other with the words omitted and they would just create different stories, right? So I've got I've got three. Um I've got either Happy Birthday, like Happy Birthday to you, or Let It Go from Mulan. Or no, let it go from Frozen. From, Frozen. from Mulan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or let's get down to business from Mulan. And I, I know, I know Charles knows the the let's get down to business one. So he he already knows the. I think we should joke. do that one. You want to do that? Yeah, one? We should do let's get down to business. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because everybody knows the song, right? Let's get, get down, down to, to business. business. 
to defeat. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Huns. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So, so I've, I've prepared some shit. So right. it's got to go in okay. time, and then you cut out words. Exactly. To yeah, tell yeah, a exactly. different story. Right. Okay. And so we just this see is, what it means. This is the dumbest shit This is the ever. Right. Shit. So I, I stupid. Love that. Okay, here we this go. Wait, you need to count off. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. One. No, no, no. I'll count it. No, no. I'll count you in. No, no, no. Wait. So it's a pick of it. No, no, no! It's on the end of one. One, two, two three, three, four, four one. Yeah, let's. Okay, okay, yeah. Got it. So, let's, see, let's let's get let's get all situated here. We <laughs> He's got to get all prepared. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four. Let's get. Don't tap. There you go. That's fine. The. <laughs> Sons. <laughs> I'll make a man. Make a man. <laughs> I'm. It's like anxiety. The game. <laughs> uh. I'm a guy. A <laughs> guy. <laughs> he. New. A man. <laughs> he knew a man. Be a man. <laughs> Be a man. Jesus. That's it. Oh my God. All right. That's that one. This sounds to me like a friendship game. What do you mean? Meaning that you are really testing your friends. To see if they're really their your patience, friends. yeah. Oh, to oh, put up oh, with your fucking yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. They're gonna sit and right, listen to you in the car, like, "Hey, let's do this hey, game." And they're this. like, "Okay, Dude, no." Yeah, 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 <laughs> we yeah. we <laughs> and then you do this what you just did, and then yeah, yeah, they're, they're just, like, right. "Tell your friend right, after right. it." Dude, we're gonna <laughs> we really found someone. Right, 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 right. We're gonna we're gonna look at the retention graph and the analytics for this video, and it's just gonna be a fucking like like a everyone just everybody's gonna be like, "Fuck this, fucking suck." What is this silence? Did something break? Are my speakers off? Yeah, right, right. Right. Oh How God. did we even allow this Jesus, to happen? I don't man. know. Never again. <laughs> but anyway, anyways, so like you know, so you, you do that in the car, and like you would, you would. It was good because you'd have to take time out to think about what words you're going to admit so that makes the trip go faster and then when you're singing it everyone builds this fucking like anxiety and, and you know and you know what would be better though you know? yeah talking to each other well maybe maybe anesthesia going to fucking hypersleep yes there you go right yes. Yes. Right. end up where, you, where you're going yeah just, right just if you're not the driver that reminds me I, I was at a jam session and someone from Purchase mm -hmm. was at the showed up to the session too and uh, they asked if I can get if I can give them a ride home mm -hmm. and I was like where do you live and and I was heading back to purchase, and they're like, oh yeah, I live near purchase. So I was like, great. So so we hop in the car, and he starts giving me these directions, but he wouldn't talk to me at all. And like, I would try to talk to him, and and he wouldn't really like kind of con oh, continue no. the conversations. Right. And he starts giving me the directions, and I realize we're getting nowhere near purchase. And, uh, and and so I eventually drop him off, and I look on my GPS, and I'm like 45 minutes away from purchase. What the what? fuck? Yeah, and uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But wow. He, just, he just stared, staying straight ahead. And the only times he would comment, he would go, okay, get off this exit. What? Wait. And, like, wait, and this was, this was, this was uh, just somebody, somebody that, that went to purchase. He was in the program. He was a senior. I was a freshman. Mm. Oh, oh this was when you were a student. Right. Yeah, when I was a student. Oh. When I was a student, yeah. Oh, that's right. weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's funky. Wow. He just had to like shut his brain off to allow himself to lie to you for 45 yeah, exactly. minutes. <laughs> for, the, for, yeah. for the guilt or, or something. <laughs> wow. It, it was just kind of, yeah. That was probably one of the most uncomfortable car rides ever. Yeah. Had. That's wow. weird. So it's, so it's funny. So speaking about not speaking. So when... So as a kid, I would, I would get like my hair cut, right? And so like I, I would go to like... To places really cheap, like in like Chinatown, Flushing, and like, you know, like it's you pay for the haircuts only like six bucks, even with the dollar. Those tip. are very different places, huh? Chinatown, Flushing, what? Well, Flushing, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Ch- yeah. yeah there's there's a, there's an Asian. It's Flushing is a very big. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but like it's just yeah. they're they're not the same place. <laughs> but Chinatown no, typically referred to as like yeah. Lower Manhattan. Yeah, right. So like, but my, there's a my, Chinese yeah. section of Flushing. Correct. Yes. And so in my head, that's Chinatown. But anyways, little Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> that Chinatown's bigger than. Chinatown. Yes, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. so there, you're saying there's mm-hmm. another. I was Chinatown just there, there Queens? Yeah. having the most amazing soup dumpling. Dude, Ooh. that place is the yeah. shit. And I so love it. As 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 a, as, a, as a kid, you know, my family would would go like. Probably bi weekly to get like authentic Asian groceries. Sure. Yeah. We weren't going to find anything on Long Island. To which, when they were, where they're going, like my mom's buying the groceries, my, my mom would say, like, oh, go with dad and he'll take you to go get a haircut, right? So, like, the haircuts are like fucking six bucks, you know, with the tip. And, um, Jesus. Yeah, I know. Wow. And they would just give you, just like, just quick, just cut the thing off and it's fine, right? Like a phase, <laughs> like a buzz fade? Yeah, bowl just cut. like something like, like short cut. on the sides okay. and a little bit on the okay, top. Okay, okay, okay. Very simple, right? And so obviously, like I, I, I don't speak Chinese, but they're speaking Chinese to each other. And so, like, I grew up with this aspect of just sitting, and my hair would just get cut, and then I'd hand them the money, and that's it. And I, I thought that's how things yeah, went. Yeah, yeah, totally. So mm-hmm. by the time that when I went to like college, actually, I needed to get my hair cut, and so like I was like, oh, let's go find a barber or something. And then so I go to the barber. And this person won't stop talking to me, yeah. and I just couldn't figure out why. And yeah. and and I'm like, and, and so, but like, she would say something, and then I would just, I would just like reply, and then stop, and then, oh, no. and then oh, she no. would, oh, she would no. do that again, and then she would reply, and then I'd stop, and then I'd get the idea that like, oh wait, maybe people converse with their mom. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying the same thing about dinner. Oh, yeah. Because you would say, so he would tell me like his family eats dinner in silence. Wow. And 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 to him, he was just like, yeah, I don't know. We're just we're there to eat. We're eating. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah, eating. Yeah. And, and I'm like, eating. oh my it's protein God, intake how time. The fuck? Yeah, exactly. That's the most awkward experience ever is to sit and eat. And like not be chatting, yeah. you know, yeah. like, yeah, because that I mean that introduces so many other things too. Because like, if you're just first of all, it's the awkwardness of sitting in silence with other human beings, which is awkward to begin with. But then it's also like then you have to fucking listen to everybody eat. I would hate. So you have that. to like listen to I fucking would, mouth would, sounds and shit. Right. Oh my god! Which that was another thing that you never thought about because oh, yeah, yeah, like right. that was just a thing. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. finally, like, Amram <laughs> moved out here and we had to be like, Amram. Shut the fuck up! As he's like <laughs> chewing, and he's just like making the worst, most horrible yeah, mouth sounds oh, ever. Yeah. It's like, dude, and he's like, "Oh, do I do that?" <laughs> there, there are a bunch of things I feel like I'm just like not conscious of that. I just like feel like just due to like the the upbringing of being like 
first generation American, you're just like, oh yeah, this is what it is. Like again, like okay, I think mm. I've told the story before, but like, you know, my my mom would um, she'd cook us food and like she'd make us like spaghetti and meatballs, but like she'd say it with like a Cambodian accent, and so that like I knew that to be the word for spaghetti. Sure. So that when I got when I got to school and like you know school lunch and school lunch was on the menu, I was like, could I get some like spaghetti? And like I genuinely. <laughs> And then my friends were like, what the fuck? Like, are you, what are you crazy? saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, yeah. And then that's I hilarious. Spaghetti. And, Stop you know. rocking away from the mic. Oh, yeah. Well, spaghetti. Well, anyways, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah. Spaghetti. Yeah. It almost sounds like it could be Italian, though. It could you know be. What I mean? Like, spaghetti. Yeah. You have the hands <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's it. That. Oh, and it's funny, too, because uh, Leanne kept pointing out, she was like, Aaron, what the fuck do you think this is? Because Leanne is is Italian. And, um, and he's just like, so what kinds of pasta, how do you make pasta from scratch? Like yeah. what, what's every kind of pasta? Yeah. And Leah's like, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, what yeah. do you think? It's because I'm Italian. I know how to make fucking pasta. <laughs> right, 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 like, yeah, that's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think it's about time we probably wrap this up because mm. Amram's got to get out of here anyways. And yeah. uh, we've been at it for a while, but this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very great. good. This is great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being here, Dave. Thanks yeah, for thank you. Uh, yeah. another, another time, anytime. Um, yeah, you're going to be our, you're our first repeat guest. Yes. Yeah. Breaking yes. all these records. Breaking, yeah. Yeah. yeah, boy. Yeah. Making history. But making history here, making history at Purchase College, where you're the, now the director of jazz studies at, at wow. Purchase College. And uh, everybody who wants to get a phenomenal education in music and not pay out the ass for it, yeah. it's a great option. Sincerely. Because it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. it's a state school, you know? State so it's school. like a state yeah. school pricing. Even out of state is cheaper than yeah. than uh, somebody who's, you know, um, going to I got a go 50% to... scholarship to go to Manhattan School of Music, and it was cheaper for me to go to Purchase Full Price out of state. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and and- of course, all higher education is fucking insane in yeah. terms of pricing. So yeah. there's no getting around that. Right. But it's like you can either spend seventy something thousand a year to go to MSM or, or you know one of the big it's crazy city yeah, city crazy, schools yeah. or whatever, or you can pay state pricing and get honestly kind of the same education because so many of the faculty that works teach at like at Juilliard places, and yep. Manhattan School of Music they also teach at Purchase. Yep, yep. So it's like you're yeah. getting a lot of the same things and you get a lot of the same experiences like we we got to play at the Blue Note, we got yeah, to play at Dizzy's Club, we got to play at Lincoln Center, yeah. we got to play at uh, Birdland, like so many great experiences yeah. and it was just it's a phenomenal program and I'm very happy that Dave is now taking it over and is going to absolutely blow that program up. So if you are at all interested in going to music school, hit up Dave and check out Purchase College because yep. Amron and I and Dave we're all glad we turned out yeah. just great we oh, turned out okay oh, we turned you, out Dave. okay anyways thanks for listening everybody be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already and uh, find our social channels Instagram TikTok Twitter all that bullshit at Odd Time Show and uh, we cheers. will see you in the next episode cheers boys right. cheers cheers bye, bye.